from downtown, this is Tim Kitsa from NBHM, and you're listening to Nintendo Main Podcast. Boom shakalaka! This week on Nintendo Main, Jess is here to talk to us about the new Animal Crossing Direct, and we got impressions on Disco Elysium. Hey, you got Metroid, my Vania. I couldn't get N because N kept me out. There we go. That's the one. Welcome to Nintendo Main Podcast, episode 293, your place to hear Nintendo fans talk about upcoming Nintendo DLC and things you have to pay online for that you probably owned years ago and such like that. And this week, we're going to have, uh, we have Jess on the show because little Animal Crossing thing happened. There was an Animal Crossing Direct, so... She's here as our guest. I'm here as the guest. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because. Hi, Hi thanks, y'all. I wanted to have you on because you play Animal Crossing more than anybody else that I know. So you're, I, I mean, the only person you know who still plays it, I think. You're still holding the candle high or the torch or whatever high for Animal Crossing. So. I'm really glad they're doing an update because I thought, oh shit, I'm never gonna be on the podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> so thank God they did this. Whew. You should, I mean, you should be, you know, your Yoshi, the episode you're on for Yoshi's Crafted World is like our number three most downloaded episode. So, yes. so you're in the top five, so we got to bring you back anyway, but we didn't get, we didn't introduce ourselves. I'm just for the numbers. <laughs> I'm Trey, uh, shine spark master Johnson. I'm Jeremy getting pumped for MGC Mikowski. I'm John 50 bucks for just three buttons knitter. Ooh, yeah. And I'm Jess. Make it happen. Captain Kenyon. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I, I didn't uh, have you on there because you know I figured you didn't want to do the middle name, but you you got a good one. Uh, yeah, put myself in there. That's a real good one, yeah. and actually, that reference is something that is enticing. I got. I got to say. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, our boy, our boy Cap'n has returned to the scene finally, and he looks beautiful in his HD glory. So there you go. Yeah, a couple of people were in there. You know, not to get too ahead of ourselves, yeah. but well, that's yeah, pretty exciting. No, I, I figured uh, that we were going to talk about that right off the bat here because we can. Well, we only have just for so long on the show, so we're just going to jump straight into the Animal Crossing Direct right from the beginning here. And Let's do uh, it. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for doing that. Yeah, no problem. And uh, awesome. John has some has some good notes here. John, you made the best notes. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Jess yeah, and I breaking it all down. Jess and I watched it watched it together. I, actually, I did watch it twice because I watched it by myself and then I watched it with Jess. And I think I watched it a third time too. But uh, I like I like that right off the bat, like the thing, the only thing they told us about is like at the very beginning and very short. And there's a lot more beyond that, right? And that kind of set us up, well, set me up anyway, to think like, oh, this is going to be the roost and maybe one other thing, and that's about it. The roost and some Christmas. The roost has come back, mm-hmm. but man, we got a lot. This is like a whole another game almost. Oh yeah, no, th- this. Uh, oh yeah, th- this direct was almost kind of overwhelming to me. I'm like. 
I don't even know where to, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where to do. I'm like uh, I'm like I felt a little bit like oh this is almost too much. But I mean you know I, I think this is the meatiest single game direct ever. It was definitely like I felt like a lot of it was like oh here's all the things that you ever wanted from these other games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> here they are. Yeah, totally. But do you want to do you want to just uh, go like thing by thing here and we'll just uh, yeah, sure. We'll First just... up was what they previously teased the roost. The roost is back. And I really didn't. I'm glad for that. I'm the roost, whatever. Like in New Leaf, I would go there and like have a coffee. And then sometimes you work there and you like pour people coffee, and I'd have to like look up online. Okay, what the fuck does what does what does KK Slider drink? Okay, he drinks a Kilimanjaro with no sugar, some crap. I just don't really know what the point of it was, but do you, okay. Do, do you get like do you get things for like guessing what they drink, or do you have to like put ingredients together? Like, how does it work on the th- on the 3ds one? On the 3ds one, yeah, you like there's three steps to it. So you pick like he likes it dark, or he likes it mellow, or he likes it sugary, or he you know, or like with milk or without milk. But it was all kind of in code, you know. I don't really remember it, but. Anyway, you had to, like, get three parts of it right. And if you got it right, you got nothing? I don't really... Like, what I, I don't remember getting anything. What, what, what do you get? A signed You get, a like, shirt some bells from, back, from or um, they don't throw the coffee in your face? I don't know. Yeah. But... But you weren't that excited about the roost. No. Um, but this is cool, because you can invite amiibo characters there. You can. And- so that's cool, because you don't have, like, a campsite place in this one. Where, like, you do have a campsite, but you can't control who comes to it. Whereas in New Leaf, you could use amiibos or amiibo cards, like, invite people to come. Yeah, because there's, like, that uh, RV or something, right? Where you yeah, and you them. could get their special items. Like, I remember you could get, like, Nintendo items, which is really cool. You could get, like, Bowser items and stuff like that whenever those amiibo came out. And so there were special things that, like, belonged to the characters that you could only buy in those campsites, which is cool. So maybe that'll be a part of Harv, too. But it'll be cool. Like, uh, Trey bought me an amiibo card for Keaton, who I actually didn't end up keeping in my town because I didn't like his house, um, which I now will be able to change. But I'd like to visit with him again so I could just tap that amiibo card and invite him to the roost and we can have a cup of joe. Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that, that you can bring in people that don't actually live in your town. Any card you have or any amiibo that you have, any amiibo that works. And we don't even know the list of amiibo that will work. So can you... I want to know if I can sit down and have coffee with Mr. Rossetti. That's what I'm saying. I have a Mr. Rossetti Mm -hmm. amiibo. Can I I invite him to to have a drink? And what about Mario? I mean, like, what about the man himself? Oh, yeah. I... I don't think they do that, but didn't they? But they, they did have a villager that was like that was Ganondorf, right? That was a pig. Mm-hmm. Do you remember yeah, that? Yeah, they the did. 3DS? That's what I'm saying. And there was a Splatoon and one was too Wart, that was a squid. Yeah. So they did kind of bring in villagers that were Nintendo characters before. So who knows? But I, I think something also really cool is, and you made made mention of this when we watched it, Jess. But Isabel finally got some fucking time off. She finally got to go yeah. have a fucking coffee and not work. I just said Isabel mm-hmm. hasn't had a fucking day off in two years. Yeah, like it even said in the direct, her line was like, "Tom Nook told me I should go have some coffee." So <laughs> yeah. It sounds like she got forced to take a break. Tom <laughs> Nook was like, "Get out of here, Isabel! <laughs> I am tired of go you. outside for something other than the fireworks." Yeah, right. But I mean, yeah, and, and you can also you can also invite your friends as well. I don't know if we I don't know if we said that or not. No, and that's fine. I mean, I don't. Yeah. 
Does that appeal to you? I don't know. Not, not I mean, it's not really a multi no. multiplayer mm, thing, no. but you can. You can have virtual sure. coffee together, I guess. We just don't hang out there anymore. It just isn't a thing. <laughs> that is one thing that was missing episode. from all this. Yeah, it wasn't the there wasn't really the all the multiplayer stuff that John wanted, but right. I mean, there's and there's a lot of things in here, so we should probably keep moving on here. But we, but as, sure. as as Jess mentioned earlier, Cap'n, our our favorite singing uh, singing uh, frog guy, Toad, whatever, whatever you call him, Kappa, uh, Kappa. Uh, he's a turtle. Turtle, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> our, our favorite singing turtle guy is back with boat tours, so it's pretty cool. I know that's the thing you were asking for the most, Trey, back before the game came out. You wanted to know if Captain was in there. Now that's true. He's always been your favorite. I love Captain. Yeah, that was was uh, well. Captain was was a huge. I mean, Jeremy and I, we were both huge huge fans of Mm -hmm. Captain, going way back to the GameCube one, and and I and I never really liked any of the Animal Crossing ones as much as the GameCube one because he wasn't as like prevalent in there. But then the 3DS one, he came back again and and sang back sang to you again, and that one became my favorite. So. New Horizons. I felt that was what was really missing. Same. Was uh, was was the Cap'n and his uh, his wonderful singing and the you know cu- the cucumber song and, and all that. Oh, yeah. and all cucumber that song is a classic. Yeah, I've, I want to learn that song on the the guitar. I wonder if it's possible. Probably. It's but, got uh, notes. You could play it. Yeah, yeah, you can play it. I mean, they, there's all definitely good. there's definitely songs in this though. You could see that he was singing something. And, oh yeah, and they were speedboating across the water. I hope there's some. I hope there's some new a ones. Sad shanty. Yeah, and I hope he still asks you about his hair. But the islands <laughs> he take you to, he takes you to. That's awesome. I'm mm-hmm. like, maybe I can catch these three bugs that I have never caught in two years. Because I really wondering though how it's going to be different from the other islands that you already go to. Yeah, but that's what they said in the direct though. It's it's a. It's different seasons. It could be different mm-hmm. times of day. Oh, okay. um, so you could yeah. go to one and it could be spring and then you could come back and you could go to another one and it could be the middle of the night in the fall. Yeah, I, I felt like the main reason for it is to give to give people the option, the ability to get things that maybe they can't do. Like maybe they don't maybe they don't play it play at night. Like maybe they've maybe they've never wished on a star or gotten like star pieces and stuff like that. Or maybe they've just never been able to get like a fish that's there at like six in the morning or something because they're not up playing the game. And this actually gives you the ability to just go to a place that you couldn't do, which I think is great. Like, I mean, it's going to be luck of the draw. Yeah, yeah, it's not like you get Mm -hmm. to pick it, but still, like, if there's a bug that you never caught, I really have three. You know, you have the chance to go go back to whatever season that is where the bug is, and they're three summer evening bugs. Yeah, never saw them. So, I mean, I think that's what's cool about it. It actually adds, you can do different stuff. So, like, if you want to, you know, you get to do winter and summer, or summer and winter. And there's whatever. even more things there. There were, like, vines growing up then. So, there he, like, put mm-hmm. some vines in his pocket. So, yeah, there was some then stuff can there. I bring vines back to my island and grow vines up? Is that, like, another way of using ladders, you know? Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's a new mm, item. Cool. And then there. there's like different weird plants. And then I also saw that he didn't dig any up in the in the direct. But also, I thought the flowering shrubs looked like flowering shrubs I had never seen before. So, mm. lots of different plants there. Maybe there'll be different fruit trees. Remember how there were so many fruit trees in New Leaf? There were more. Fruit there were trees, like durian yeah. and lychee and all these different ones. And so cool. Maybe we'll get some more fruit trees. I am for I am for the fruit trees. Lemons, I well, like the lemon trees. They changed my whole trees. house. 
because I have uh, each of the fruit trees around my house, like one of each, and I'll change it up. You have to get some more, man. Who knows? Um, yeah, but that looked cool. We're going to get some uh, more stuff at Harv's Island, so finally there's a reason to go there. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've. Uh, it's just a creepy place before now. It really so. is. Uh, yeah, I got to make it. We go for some guy takes photos and... Yeah, he's like, hey, man, take these wedding photos for me, man. No, dude, no. I've got all these soulless clones of people that you can take pictures of. Yeah, and you can just make them do whatever pose you want to. And then I'll give you a poster of them to take home. (laughs) Weird, right? You don't have to worry about tearing the set down. I'll do it. No, Harv. (laughs) You invite me to your creepy-ass wooden kitchen? No, bye. I, uh... I, I never once went to Harv's Island ever. Actually, I went there one time and I got accidentally st- and I got stuck in a long conversation mm-hmm. with him and I ended up just turning off the game because I didn't want to talk to him. And it, I just and went for the wedding thing with Cyrus and yeah. the other one. Same. I didn't do that. I never did it because it, yeah, I just didn't have time for his long conversation and then I don't want to do any of that shit. So I just never went there. So now this will give me a reason to go there. Now and, it's gonna uh, be a home to all the other random people who would drop by your island, like uh, that's the great. Shoe guy kicks. Uh, yep, all those people all oh. have a shop there, and and so it'll red. be easier to get the art, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I hope. yeah I was saying hopefully you can maybe it'll make it a little bit easier to buy to buy the paintings, or you can buy them more often. Uh, I wonder if it'll be more like um, Pocket Camp though, because in Pocket Camp they still weren't there every day. They're like things mm. were, you know, was still pretty limited. So I wonder if they'll all be there every day and you can go and get look at different stuff every day or if it'll be like days of the week or. I think they'll be there every day. That'd be cool. Like they're going for kind of like, um, uh, like in City Folk, which was the other previous Animal Crossing game that I played the most. And yeah, I enjoyed going to the city. They had permanent shops. Yeah, in New Leaf, you had like a town central too that you could go to and you could go to any of those shops any day. Okay, yeah, I missed that one. Yeah, I never played the City Folk one. That was the Wii one. And by that time, I was like, I'm tired of these Animal Crossings. They're all the same. That was before the 3DS one came out, which could be argued is still the best one. But I saw Tortimer there in that section of the trailer, too. Yeah, Tortimer seemed cool. because. Well, here's what I think. He, he, did, said, he didn't die. He said, do you, <laughs> you want to access your storage? So I think that you'll be able to access anything that you have you know, in your storage from your island, um, you know, from your house. And that way, if you have specific items that you can only have altered by Cyrus, then you'll be able to get them out of your storage and give them to Cyrus to to change. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Did we did we talk about how Cyrus is there and you can alter your stuff in ways that you couldn't before on the island? Well, just with that sentence I just said, but until then, no. Okay. <laughs> No, I mean, we said but that, but we didn't actually mention, like, oh, yeah. No, you no, can do and these. that's really yeah. cool. The great thing about that is right now, you know, all the four different kinds of islands, like the islands are separated by their the color of your airport, right? So you have a green airport, you have a blue airport, you have an orange airport, and you have another color airport that I don't remember. And so whatever color airport you have dictates what kind of items you can buy with, like, your Nook Miles and so everyone can buy a lighthouse, but my lighthouse is like red and white and your lighthouse is blue and John's lighthouse is green and Jeremy's lighthouse is pink. And I can never get a pink lighthouse unless Jeremy gives me the pink lighthouse or I like, you know, get it in some illegal buying way. 
But now, if I want one, I can get a lighthouse, and I can go to Cyrus, and I can be like, give me the pink lighthouse. Yeah. And you can finally get all those colors of things that exist, but that you could never have, because they aren't a part of your island, no matter what you do. Yeah, because of some of them. Yeah, like you're saying, because they're specific, depending on whatever And I'm hoping, too, it's that way with, like, um, some of the really... Some of the, I mean, there really isn't a lot of furniture in this game right now. And so I've been trying to collect the imperial furniture, which comes in like four different colors red and brown and black and blue. And I want all the blue pieces, but I can't get, I mean, I just, I've been playing this game for two years every single day and I don't have them all. Yeah. And I even played the thing, you know, I even went online where you get the things and you trade stuff with people and you do the stuff. So maybe I'll be able to say, like, I have this imperial bed. Maybe he'll be able to make it blue for me. And I'll finally mm-hmm. be able to have all the dumb furniture that I've wanted for two years. I hope so. I hope so. But it's going to cost bells. Which we, yeah, yeah but I mean, we have. But you've been stockpiling. Yeah, say so we, we've been stockpiling. Yeah, I got about seven million. Whoa. That's we were talking. Ish. Yeah, Jess and Ish, I, yeah. Jess and I were talking before we recorded yesterday about. Like how much? How much do you think you need to buy? Because you're going to have to buy all these places, right, on Harv's Island. Like you're you gonna have, have to, to buy invest them all. In them. And yeah. also the storage update, which I know we haven't talked about yet, is three more tiers of storage. So within three more updates, within three more like purchases, you'll be able to get up to five thousand storage. So the sure. last storage that I bought, I think, was like half a mil. So is it yeah, going to be so a million and then a million and a half and then two million? So there's there's half of my savings gone just getting my storage up to snuff. I, I'm just saying I don't think that uh, seven mil is really going to take me very far. I think yeah. I still have over a million in money trees just hanging out on my island. Yeah, because we... Time uh, to cash in, baby. Because we pulled it, but then it didn't actually save because we all forgot to save. In our, <laughs> yeah. Because we, we did that live-ish stream thing. And but I had just... Well, someone left. Save them all. Yeah. yeah. I had just stopped planting money trees, like, last week. I was like, I don't need to do this. I never need money. Money is a useless, worthless thing to me. I'm just going to dig up the thousand bells and move on. And now I'm like, fuck it. I'm planting trees again. Yeah, you've, you've started to make way for the new things, right, on your island already? Yeah, I had a spare player that I had built named Star, and um, they were like my seasonal storage. They kept all of my Halloween, Christmas, whatever, all the specific decor, because I just didn't have room for it in my storage. And on right like the day after this came out, I play- started that character, which I never play, and I took everything out of their inventory, and my island is just covered in... Everything that was in their inventory, which is like a thousand things, just littering the floor of my whole island, and I I deleted that bitch. She out. Oh wow! <laughs> wow, so cruel. Yeah. Just, hey, I got a farm. I mean, I got. I'm gonna. I got stuff to do. I can't. I need her to leave. I just need. I need <laughs> her need stuff. Space, yeah. I took well, you all don't her, need her storage no more because they're giving it to you. You're gonna yeah. buy more. Well, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's continue on here with the with the thing. Uh, so there, so it's. I thought this was kind of funny because it, we've always been trying to predict like that they do more DLC for Ring Fit Adventure, but Ring Fit Adventure right. has come to Animal Crossing <laughs> kind of minus right. the ring. <laughs> now you now you can uh, do like you know whatever arm twisties and stuff. Uh, you can you can do group stretching. 
Yeah, Jess was like, I guess I might have to put it on the TV again because you haven't. You yeah, haven't. I'm a handheld player. Like, I'm the maybe the only person on the planet who the OLED would be, like, perfect for me because I never, ever, ever dock it. I think I've played it on the TV. You used to. Well, you docked it, you docked it for uh, Dragon Quest. You used to play that on the TV, okay. but that was a long time yeah. ago. Yeah. Dra- you need more buttons. Dragon Quest has a lot of buttons. Animal Crossing doesn't have that many buttons, I feel like. Sure. Anyway. It's pretty much your Animal Crossing machine. It is my Animal Crossing machine. That's correct. You play Mario Maker as well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I have it in a long time, but I do have that game. Last time I checked your uh, your profile, I think you were close to 800 hours on Animal Crossing. About. Dang. That doesn't even Oof. sound... That sounds low to me. Yeah. I mean, that's... I mean, I'm at like 450... I was so playing that's almost like twice what I have. Well, your uh, your autumn character. I don't know how much time you used them before, but they disappeared. Oh right. I think it's for your for your profile though, and it keeps it through the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, I was playing about an hour a day until I got this job in April, and now I play like ten minutes. Just get on, dig up my fossils, try and talk to as many villagers as I can so they don't hate me, and then turn it off. <laughs> Talk to as many as you can before, uh, before, before nighttime. Yeah. So yeah, there, there's an exercise mode. You can stretch with motion control. But I think I'll such. do that at least once. Yeah, you got to. It sounds try nice. It out. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll try incorporate it for the sake of the podcast. Yeah. It'll be nice to use the ring. Well, I don't. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't think you actually do use the ring. It's just it's just similar because it's because you do motions mm-hmm. to get it to get it to work. But uh, one thing that this is from New Leaf, of course, and I guess people are wanting this to come. But you can you can change the behavior of your residents where you can make it like early morning or like late night. You could do this in New Leaf, where like if you play later, you can make the the shops stay open later or open later or open earlier and stuff like that. Now you can do that. Yeah, wow! I set my New Leaf to um, beautification. And so, like, weeds don't grow on your island anymore. And that's good for, like, I'm, I'm going to play it at Christmas every year, and that's yeah. probably it. And so, if you set it to, like, the beautiful island or whatever, then it's good It's good if you if you don't plan to play it very much. And I think there's it's more than just the, day, the daytime stuff. I think there's also that beautification and that on there. There was a few of them. There was, like, five or six different choices. There was a choices. bell boom one. Which I did. I don't know what that meant. Like you could set it to where, all your, all your, uh, you made more money for stuff, or maybe it's a turnip thing. I don't know. All your neighbors are rich now. <laughs> gotta, I was interested. Maybe all the trees turn to money trees or something. I was interested in the bell boom. You, you got to live by fucking uh, snooty rich people. So basically, what's happening? At, I mean, with we haven't gotten through everything yet, but it kind of seems like they're just like giving you all the cheat modes in a way like not not so much that like, you still have to you still have to work for them you still have to spend money to do them but it's kind of letting you navigate around a lot of the challenges that were early on it's like they're lowering all the barriers to entry for people who just like really yeah. just want the game to be somewhere lay down and uh, do nothing i think they, or maybe they're just starting and they want to catch up finding ways to make it like new leaf I it's think. just new leaf y'all this yeah. is the is same it? fucking game yeah they're just i just didn't play new leaf that much towards the end so they are making it they are making it new leaf they're bringing you all those things all the new leaf fans want for everybody who you. played it and was like yeah but where's all my stuff that i did before and they're like yeah here's new leaf and farming 
<laughs> yeah. The uh, just before we the go, farming looks kind of cool too. I, I looked at the things that they offer you, and yeah, we we mentioned all of them. It's beautiful island, early bird, night owl, and bell boom, bell boom. So those are the different ones that you can do. But yeah, farming. I thought that this would bring Jeremy back because you were you were the farming person. You love farming, Jer. I do love farming Sims a lot, or at least games that have those elements. And you can. Uh, it seems like you can grow a bunch of stuff, like tomatoes yeah, and tomatoes potatoes and, and sugar, and sugar, right? sugar, sugar cane, cane and yeah, even. Then you can probably make just recipes. And you can cook, too. Bulldoze my you pumpkin love, farm. You, yeah. lo- you love to cook. There's a DIY recipes. You can cook shit for people. Like a whole other category of stuff. seems like maybe we could double the things that we could make as far as, you know, if you want to do furniture, you want to do recipes. Right. Like a whole other thing. Give cool. me more artisanal up in here. And I think that's stuff that, I mean, that's stuff that wasn't in the uh, New Leafs. So I hope you can sell things. it. I hope you can sell your food. I'm sure you can. Because I don't really like to eat things in the game because then you will accidentally, you can accidentally yeah. like <laughs> accidentally destroy murder your, your rocks yeah. or whatever because yeah. you end up with the superpower strength when you don't mean to. So, I mean, I guess I could just make dishes and eat them and then just go to the bathroom in the game. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's also, I mean, as far as like the farming aspect, you could sell the, the the farm stuff that you have, like the vegetables, you could sell them to Nook, and that's kind of like you raising money to pay for Harv shit or whatever on the Harv Island. And Totes. Help you get extra whatever shit, so. Right, maybe try not to touch your savings. and Just sell some shit. Yeah. I, that's I, the other thing, like, I, I don't know how much crap I could just sell off in my inventory, like, I probably got a couple million there. Oh, I yeah, go sure. through mine every now and then, and I really just try to keep... Like, I think I have all the clothes that I want, so that's kind of a bummer, because there's not really no reason for me to go there anymore. Now you can increase your inventory from 2,400 to 5,000 items. Yeah. I still don't think I'm going to want any of the other clothes that I haven't bought, though. Yeah. I, I feel like that's still not enough. I mean, it should be like 10,000 or something. I don't know. People, people like to collect shit on this game. It must I'm be gonna... there's more than five thousand items in the game. Oh, I think there's I think there's like a hundred thousand items in the in the game. I mean, I think I'm gonna. I think without even trying, I could. I have a thousand more things to put in there, and there are also things that I sold. You know, things that I have touched or whatever, so they're in my inventory. I could buy them again, but I don't have them because there's nowhere to put them. But I could. You can buy new Nick, Nook Miles items too. Yeah, I don't know. If we, I think we kind of touched on that with the different. No, I guess we didn't mention that there's just brand completely brand new stuff, right? We were just talking about how you could change furniture that you had in different ways, but yeah, yeah, brand new Nook Mile items, which is great because I, I mean, we also have a lot of Nook Miles. You know, I have I have a shit ton of Nook Miles that I just don't. You know, way before I stopped playing the game, I stopped using Nook Miles, where I'm just like, I don't know what to do with this, and I think I have a million of those. I remember I had a ton, and I sold a lot of them. To get the last upgrade in the house, like this is way back, mm, like yeah, May or whatever last year. But. Nook Miles is the main currency on the illegal trading website. Oh yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I traded a lot of Nook Miles for things. Yeah, I, I they really need to let you just like buy a whole bunch of those uh, tickets or whatever instead oh, of just yeah. having to. I for, I totally forgot about the pain of like hitting. Hitting A over and over and over again and trying to get. I would literally shit. just hit the button and like walk and go to different rooms of my house and do other stuff while just hitting the A button. Fair. So they added a uh, they added some new design stuff, uh, lighting on the ceiling, multiple wall patterns. Uh, 
You have no, you can add two more bridges and slopes. I'm sure you're happy about that. Well, you yeah. have 10 instead of 8. There's definitely two places. I know, exa- I know exactly where I'm going to put those slopes. The end. I know where they're going. <laughs> There's a, they added a first-person mode, which I think looks absolutely terrifying, but I want to play that. <laughs> just, I mean, it's just weird to like to be that close to the villagers. I mean, their creepiness kind of, or their cuteness kind of, you know, becomes can you a move little bit in more first person, or is that? Yeah, you can. That's move. just the camera. The way it looked in the the way it looked in the in the video. Yeah, like you was could move in the trailer, right? Because you move, yeah, you move and walk oh, towards boy. your villagers, and it looks terrifying. Like it's like You're I don't, I don't want to be behind the houses, <laughs> and there's going to be a bunch of shit back there that you've just never seen before. It's a bunch of garbage. The other night when I was trying to fall asleep, I was like, "Let me just imagine my Animal Crossing in first person," and I was like walking around in my mind, and I like came upon the first villager that I would have met, you know, if I were on my island in first person, and I was like, "Nah, nah, this is fucking weird." <laughs> I don't need to see this peacock. I'm good. It, it takes me back to my uh, to my Animal Crossing horror movie idea that I had in college, where where like you where the game will like come after you when you stop playing it, and all of a sudden the characters show up in your town, and you're like, what the fuck? It's, I just I just think like giant like like the, have the graphics the same, but just like giant things that exist in your world that look like that are terrifying. But it, and it would be funny. I know John made a comment on this. Like adding Labo VR support, which I mean, we all know Labo. Yeah, use that Labo's camera. dead, but I if mean, you bothered to make a cardboard camera, then you never used it again. Well, just let me use the fucking visor thing. I bought a thing so I could put it on my head. Yeah, you know. I think- have the the faceless cat show up. Is that Blanca? And oh yeah. Can, oh yeah. Three D, yeah. like draw her face in three D, like the shape of her oh. face. Yeah. You could do even more weird stuff. Crazy. I'd really like it. You just turn around and she's there. What? <laughs> if I could turn around on my island, like if I could see my island from a perspective that I can never see it for because I'm always sort of looking at my island, mm-hmm. you know, facing north. So if I could stand in the plaza and with the first person turn around yeah. and see my beach from a different angle, see the back of a house. Yeah, that's what, that's what Jeremy was saying. That. And I, what I, and they didn't mention it in there. But can you walk in your house in first person? I think people would pay money for that, right? Like to just be able to walk through your house in first person and look at look at your shit in a different angle. I mean, I'd, I'd be into it. I wonder if it would uh, alter the way you decorate, because yeah, if you'd see something like facing east looks a certain way, maybe you would alter your island to. So where people would have to look east to appreciate it, but you've well, done something cool over there. Well, I mean, this is kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but in the Happy Home Designer on 3DS, there were people that did that where they were like the room would look normal one way, but when you turn the camera angle around the other way, there'd be like dead people on the walls and blood and blood stains and stuff. Like they did crazy like horror looking uh, rooms and stuff like that where you, where you tilted the camera, you'd see different things. So you could maybe do that in this one. But uh, let's keep moving because we have a lot of stuff on here. Uh, custom designs can now be worn or used as wallpaper. Uh Cool, eh. just extra stuff. Don't really care that much. I thought you could always wear custom designs. Not not one, not the ones that you can use. Not the ones that you get from, you get the, from uh, the hedgehog. Lady. Yeah. Oh, when you become friends, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, those ones you can't wear on your clothes. But yeah, the ones that you design, you can wear. But no, it's yeah those. And there are some pretty cool ones mm-hmm. in there, I guess, if you really want to use them. As... Sure, there's like pizza ones. <laughs> yeah, the... you want a pizza dress? Good for you. Oh, yeah, I think yeah, you can make one. Uh, there's more. There's newer new hairstyles, which is kind of like 3ds, also, right? Because you had the uh, 
barbershop place you could go to? Yeah, but you couldn't really choose. It was a tree, right? You could be like, I want to feel funky and pretty and oh yeah, smarmy and tall. And then you'd get like a beehive. <laughs> right. I want to be tall. You'd get like a blue the beehive. smarmiest of the dudes. Yep, <laughs> obviously. Yeah, so there's there's some new hairstyles. Like I guess you can pick them. There's like bobs and shit like that, right? Whatever, whatever I saw. A bob is a hairstyle. Yeah, isn't that what the seven? Yeah, sure. Whatever's? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a new new Nook 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 phone app stuff. Island Life 101 for people like me who felt incredibly uh, overwhelmed by this direct. There'll be a new. There'll be some more stuff to help explain it to you about where to what to do and all that stuff. Uh, you can get more furniture with Nook Miles. Uh, storage shed. I thought that was awesome. Yeah. You don't have to go inside to get your shit out anymore. You have a you have a portal to your storage from outside of the house, which is they're just making it so you never have to go in your house again. Which they had that they had that with New Leaf, but this is just another way to do it because New Leaf had the closet by the train, right? It was a locker, yeah, Yeah. by the train, and also I think upstairs in the museum you might have been able to access things. Not sure. That's cool because your tools break all the time, and I, I'm never mm-hmm. making tools again. I just buy a bunch of them. Yeah. So it'll be nice to just get one out of the shed. Well, sometimes I would be playing, and the store would be closed, so I'd have to I have to find a way to make them. Yeah. But uh, th- there's an outdoor ATM ABD machine, so you don't have to go into the shop anymore to take out money or to go into, not the shop, like the, the wherever. Center, yeah. yeah, the village center, so that's cool. I guess. Uh, What's next thing is giving me more to do for the YouTube channel, but uh, 12 new KK songs. So now I have to make 12 more videos for our, oh, well. YouTube, for our YouTube channel. Well, because we those are like some of the most watched things I ever did, which is recording KK songs. So that first time they're on there, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to record that shit. Your Saturdays are very busy. Yeah. Well, I mean, I could do it. I could do it all in one day. Well, I could. I'll record it all and then I'll cut it up later, but. I'm I'm happy to see new KK songs. Fuck yeah! Like I love KK. We all do. We we need more KK songs. Uh, music, He's almost as cool as Captain. The music boxes that can play KK songs. That's cool. I guess yeah, yeah, just sure. another furniture thing. Yeah. I mean, it's another thing I've been hoping for. Uh, the gyroids finally make a return officially. Oh, that was probably my favorite thing to collect in New Leaf. Oh yeah. And I had, oh, yeah. abo- you know, above the museum, you could um, rent out those four extra like display rooms, and mine were full of gyroids, and I had them organized because they by like shape and color, and I wanted them all. Yeah. I love them. I want to know how the gyroid class system works, where some of them get to sit around in the house just make noise, while others have to go to work building bridges and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> are the ones that you have to give money to 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 make stuff. Some like, of them uh, are house husbands, you know. They they're the lucky ones. Construction. I, I like the um, I like that there's little ones that you can put on furniture now too. Yeah. So you could because because I always felt like I loved them so much, and you try to fill like a whole room with them, but it's like I can only fit so many in there. But the smaller they are, you know, the more you can put in your rooms and all that. So. I'm happy, and there's so you like actually put them on shelves and stuff. Right? Yeah, and and they, I guess like you dig them up and like rebury them and and uh, water them and shit like that. Now it's like a whole new. Uh, it's like a thing. Gyroid. It's like growing. still showing up. Like growing them because they used to show up on the GameCube like after it would rain, right? Like yeah, it said game. if you have them on your island, then they'll show up after it rains. So I hope I have. Them. It was just like a weird phrasing. 
if you're already growing some because it was like you had to dig up fragment pieces and then plant them and then water them and then if you come back the next day they might be a gyroid so do you need to already have them like in the ground i don't know question mark when it rains anyway i don't know but we'll see and i'm super psyched about that not to mention we we forgot to mention but there's a whole lot of new fences also I know Jess was really excited oh, about that. But so some many look, fences. The bamboo one and the ice ones look kind of cool. Yeah. But more fences to do shit with. It just all makes me wish that I had a bigger island. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to completely destroy my island. So, uh, I'm really glad about... I know we're not going to talk about it now, but I'm just, like, really glad about the DLC. We're, we're, all, we're almost there. We just got a couple more things to talk about. Um, new new uh, furniture stuff in Nook's Cranny. You can you can now get an editing booth, which is with like three with like three monitors. If you saw that, like with the three monitors that you can buy, or you can buy a weird machine that has a button that turns on and off, looks like a Doctor Frankenstein looking uh, laboratory machine, whatever. You can get that stuff. Uh, this is something I, I automatically thought about John when I saw it, but you can get a new tool that will that will like permanently stick ladders on walls. Because I th- always think of that one place that John has in his in his island where you just cannot get to his place if you don't have a fucking island, a fucking ladder. So now you can just yeah. I built a mountain, and little Jacob he lives on top of the mountain, and he can't get down. So, but you could put some ladders. But now you can make a way for people to get up there. You could not have that. It could be Jacob's ladder. Oh. <laughs> Jacob's ladder. Yes, frightening. <laughs> that's very good. There you go. But I mean that that's that's cool. I mean I feel like some people need that. Like I said, like for. If and for anybody who didn't build slopes and just wanted to be where you just can't get to it, but also this is one that's just like yes, finally. But uh, navigating tight spaces, you finally don't have to put your tables and chairs so far away from each other to fucking walk and sit down. It was so hard to. I mean, it wasn't so hard, but it just looks so dumb when your table's like three feet away from your chair. And you're like, no, I'm eating here. This is the normal way people eat with their feet sticking straight out and they aren't hitting the table. Yeah, Yeah, when we did the podcast episode when I made the studio, like it looked cool. But yeah, it was just like that. It's like we don't sit three feet away from the microphone, you know, like it was really hard to get it It to look somewhat accurate. Yeah. So, yeah, they kind of fix the tight spaces. Uh, Jess, this was on a bingo card way back when. I remember you putting this on there, but you can finally uh, have... uh, neighbor visits you can visit them and they can visit you i really liked their judgmental visits you know they come over and they're like oh that's where you put that plant (laughs) and you're like i don't want them to just show up that kind of creeps me out oh i like it and then they you you can show them all look nobody else comes over to look at my house you know i can't show anyone the cool bathroom i made out of mushrooms so like, come on, Peacock, let's look at it. She can be. I just like, don't want to yeah. walk into my bathroom at three in the morning and Stinky's in there. <laughs> well, no, they'll not. Looking at the shower. Oh, okay. I think you have to answer the door though. You can't pretend you're not there. You, you have to invite them you. in. It's like vampires. Or like you can go to leave and they'll be like, "Oh, you want me to leave?" And you're like, "Yeah, yeah let's leave. get out of here, please." Yeah. Uh, d- hint. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm leaving now. And uh. And then that's the end of the first part, where it's like, this is this is the last major free update. And when I saw last free update, I was like, oh boy, here comes the paid stuff. 
Like I, I knew I knew it wasn't done yet. I was like, oh, oh there's more coming. I thought it was over. Bring, bring it on. And this is where I feel like this is where they kind of just like drop the mother load some more. They pretty much added a Happy Home Academy from the 3DS game into into this mm-hmm. game. But I mean, Isn't I think it called Happy Home Designer. Yeah. Did I say yep. Happy Home Paradise. Yeah. Happy Home. Well, Happy Home Designer is the 3DS game, but Happy Home Paradise oh, okay. is this version. That was yeah, the, same the thing. first time that the new Nintendo 3DS standard size was released. Yeah, I bought just that one. I have that That's one. The one I got uh, you with the, the plates. Yep, that was happy. The home first one released in the U.S. It's yeah, so cute. Was that one? Yeah, it's perfect. And I bought and I bought that game as like a buy two get one free thing from Target. And there's a lot of really cool stuff to, that you can do. But the thing that really bothered me, and hopefully they don't do it in this one, is the fact that you can just open the boxes where they are and then just call it a day, and they'll be like, "I love it." So there's no like real judge of of how you decorate a house. That's what kind of annoyed me with it. Mm. You know, because it's like, I want these three things and you can just open the boxes where they are and then just say you're done. And they'll be like, it's the greatest thing ever. And they won't say like, your design looks like shit or anything like that. Well, this so looks like in this. order to kind of progress, you have to, you know, use these different parts of it, right? Yeah. So you have to use the walls and the pillars mm. And the more of those things I think you use, the more you'll unlock them so you can use them on your island. Yeah. And they uh, the way the way they like present it on the thing, it's like, oh, it's time for you to go to work. And then you get on a plane and then you fly to the next thing. And yeah, it's like design vacation homes. And yeah, it's very much it's very much gamifying the thing, like you were saying, like you do it and then eventually you can do it for your house and eventually you can do it for your neighbors as well. Yes. Which when I saw that, I knew I automatically thought of Jess because I know that you've wanted so badly to redesign your neighbor's houses and all that. And that's just like, yeah, you should be able to do that. Fuck their houses. Their houses look dumb. Like you could do so much better. I, I was trying to like send them just, just fucking fancy mats and shit because I had so many and I couldn't even get them to put them in their houses, you know, or try to send them like or give them dinosaur Wallpaper. bones to put in their house. They wouldn't do that either, you know, like, so, I mean, it's like you have so much cool wallpaper and you only have so many rooms, like you want to put it elsewhere. So I tried to find ways to get my villagers to use it, but they never do. So, well, I had like a cool. whole notebook um in new leaf and it was like okay this villager is getting this furniture set this villager is getting this furniture set and so whenever i found one of those pieces i'd buy it and then send it to like okay which one of them is which and then i'd send it to them so like their whole house is going to be like cute blue furniture and like a legit designer like you got your whole notebook and scrapbook yeah. and everything planning it all out yeah and I really liked that because then I, you know, and I'm excited to get to do it now. No, I figured you'd have a blast with that because I've always, you know, you we would watch like those uh, H- the HGTV shows about the redesigning houses and stuff like that. And I always wanted to get you a game where you could, I love that, where show. you could design houses. And now, oh, now it's too. now it's within now it's within your fucking favorite game ever. So yeah. <laughs> so that's great. I don't have to worry about getting you a getting you a home designer thing because it's in Animal Crossing and. Ta-da. You know, it's I don't need it's like it's perfect. It's a game that you already love and there's something that you love to do and I think you'll have a I think you'll have Yeah, you could pay for her, her to get it. I I was going to I was going to buy it for he her. He already offered she that. Yeah. Oh. I know, isn't it sweet? Uh yeah, I already I already offered to get it if she didn't want to, but But I don't care. But it's a yeah, and interestingly it, it it's weird cuz they kind of like shoehorned the expansion pack in there as well, which we will talk about that later. We're not going to get into that yet. But it's interesting that you can buy the Animal Crossing DLC, but you can't buy the expansion pack. But I think that's because 
you don't get anything. Like, there's no games that you'll get if you buy it, so it's just not there. Yet. But it, but it's kind of like... There's no games if you'll get if you buy it yet. Yeah, yeah, because it's not released yet, but it's like, I guess, I just feel like the Die Card Animal Crossing people are just going to get the DLC and just be like, fuck the expansion thing. I can already buy it now, you know? Well, they won't charge you until a week before it comes out, but... But all this but all this uh, stuff is happening, the free stuff and the, D- and the DLC and the paid stuff is happening on the 5th, so... It's not that far away. That's also the weekend mm-hmm. of Midwest Gaming Classic, so we won't be around. So you can, you can Animal Crossing till your heart's content. I'm gonna order so much junk food, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna just Animal Crossing them pajamas for a whole weekend. I was gonna say like that's that's definitely got another like 700 hours in there, probably right for that. I'm gonna put 700 hours yeah. in in the first weekend. Yeah. So yeah, you can you can design vacation vacation homes, modify the weather. Uh, Build schools, restaurants, hospitals, share stuff online. It's basically all the stuff you could do on the 3DS one, but more, you know. But even cooler, you can, it's like a way to, like, like Keaton. Like, I I don't care about Keaton. I don't want him to be on my island, but I could put him in, I could build him his own vacation home. And you can visit him. And then the, I could visit yeah. him. So it's like having however many more villagers, you know, 10 more villagers or whatever. Yeah. I can choose who I want to be there, and that's cool. And and another way that I think they gamified it was that was the fact that in Happy Home Paradise, there's a different type of currency that you own that's not bells. I'm sure you guys caught that. So you can't yeah, automatically it's like buy Pothos or Pegos or it, something. It's something like with that, or Pocos, whatever. Yeah. But you can't automatically buy all the shit that's there. You have to earn the money doing the happy the Happy Home Paradise stuff to be able to buy the stuff there. So it's like. It's be, and there'll it be has special its own thing that, that you have to work up to that. You can't just automatically go there and buy everything. So I think that's good because it makes people play the game and adds more hours to it. Like I said, another thousand hours of Animal Crossing or whatever, you know, with all this shit. Yeah, I mean, I kind of admire the fact they chose to just make it. I guess it's part of Animal Crossing, but it's almost like an, its own adjacent game, like within yeah. the same universe or whatever. But it's cool they did it like that because this lets people stay in that world and. It's it, almost a seamless transition. In New Leaf, when you took the boat out to the island, they had a different currency on the island as well. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, and you could get mermaid items there specifically. So That was how I paid off my house, was catching bugs on the island in 3DS, because that's where all the exotic bugs were. Yeah, and maybe you can, you know, maybe we'll be able to rake in a bunch of bells selling crazy vines and stuff. Yeah. Inter- one interesting thing, and this does have, kind of have to do with the expansion one, but the uh, Animal Crossing DLC got looped into the expansion pack package, and if you stop paying for that, you get to keep the items that you get from the Happy Home Paradise. You just can't go and work still, but you can keep the items that are at your house that oh, you have displayed. Weird. Like they don't like That's automatically cool. disappear. Mm. Like if you stop paying for your membership, it'll still be there. You just can't go to the island and you can't work anymore. Like they won't let you fly to wherever you fly to for Happy Home Paradise, but you can still you'll still have the things that you bought, so that's cool. Oh, but that's actually not cool. Yeah. Right. I mean, because you should just be able to. I don't get it. You should just be able to go there in perpetuity, because otherwise you're just kind of paying for it forever. Yeah. No, you have to continue to pay for the expansion pack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's forever kinda, in one order of to you, play the game. Why wouldn't you? pay the $25 and then you own it. Yeah, that's another... Otherwise, you yeah. never own it. Exactly. That, that's I think that's part of why... You yeah. the NSO and then you decided to quit 
but you want you wanted to keep your Animal Crossing going. Could you buy the DLC afterward and integrate all the stuff that you already good question accomplished? I, I'm guessing I would say yes. I mean, because it's going to have the save and all that in there. I think you could just go and buy the DLC and but say. I also think that's kind of bullshit. But then you, you but kind then you, of then you're paying twice for it. it. Yeah. <laughs> so here in five years, if they stop supporting it, like you might lose all that stuff. It, it looks like you're going to have to buy it no matter what. So if you want it. You should just buy it. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I'm I think, yeah. So the price of the DLC is twenty four ninety nine, and then to go into a little bit of the X Pack stuff, uh, it's fifty dollars for that. Well, no, so. no, it's the the price of the Animal Crossing thing is twenty four ninety nine, and the pi- yeah. the price of the expansion pack is twenty nine ninety nine. So it's four ninety nine, or it's four dollars more than the, or five dollars more than the price of the Animal Crossing. Is what it is. It's not fifty. It's fifty dollars with what you already pay. So the actual expansion pack price. I felt yeah. like a lot of people were confused on this on, online, but it's thirty dollars. So you're basically getting the twenty five dollar paid DLC plus five dollars for the sixty four and Genesis games. But then you don't own the Animal Crossing DLC. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like they need to. And John mentioned this in our Slack, but they need to add another first party DLC thing next year because you don't want to keep paying that $25 over and over again for something you could have just got for $25 and that's it, you know, <laughs> that you wouldn't right. have to keep paying yeah, for it's as, a, yeah, I think they're gonna as, have as a subscription, you know, so. so yeah, that's so that. I mean, I guess you guys are probably all just going to get the expansion pack and then because of yep. that, you'll yep. get this. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to get that. And we talked to Justin and I, we talked about that because. You don't really care that much about the 64 games or the Genesis games. So I was like, we can either we can get like the family one, which is $80, which is kind of kind of expensive. Jesus. But, or, or I was like, or I, or I could just get you. I'll just get you the DLC because like, I don't think you're, you care that much about playing Ocarina of Time again or something like that. You know, and, and if you really wanted to, you can play it on my system. You yeah, know? that's what I said. If yeah. I really wanted to play one of those games, I'd probably play it with you. Yeah. I probably wouldn't play it by myself. I mean, like, maybe Yoshi. I would say you could play the worst Yoshi. Yeah, (laughs) but, like, I'm good. I played that Yoshi. I'm cool. I don't need to See, the other thing you would be able to do, theoretically, would be, like, play Mario Kart 64 on your own Switch while you're doing multiplayer. Yeah, but... Yeah, but it would still be be split-screen, though, even though you're on your own Switch, so we might Mm -hmm. as well just play it on the TV. And, um... Not to brag, but like I beat the hell out of Mario Kart sixty four. I I mean we got so lazy that we would play it with one hand. Like I found a way to like hold that weird ass controller so that I could just like push this button and control the joystick with this button with this hand. So like no, I'm good. I beat the hell out of that game. I'm happy to play it again. Yeah. I love that game. That was, that was my favorite. I just like doing the little cheat, the little skips. They're my favorite. Oh sure, yeah. Well, um, is, what do you, is there anything else you want to say about the Animal Crossing DLC direct? Just I mean, I know you, you guys off? are going to get it, but like, are you going to play it? I'm going to play it. I'm going to play. I'll play it, play it for, for. I'll play it for the show. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I mean, I'm going to play it. I mean, I played. I play Happy Home Designer. Like I said, I and maybe I, I'll get I wish pulled it was in. A little maybe more, I won't. Yeah. Which was a little more strict, but I'm, I mean, I, I've already thought about, I'm like, well, shit, I got to get back to my town and get to those fucking weeds because I bet they're everywhere by now mm-hmm. and I got to start preparing for it, you know, but uh, yeah, I'm going to play it again. 
And I know that I have some roaches. I know I have like hundreds of letters or hundreds of stuff in the mail from Jess. I can look at at least. Well, maybe not hundreds, but fifties, a hundred, twenties, yeah. (laughs) thousands yeah but no i mean I, I i like animal crossing i put almost 500 hours into it I, I i'm happy to come back to it and yeah give me more shit i and, just and feel Cap'n, like two Cap'n months HD. ago i yes. on your podcast all of you were like oh i'm never gonna play it again i didn't say that maybe i'll come back for a holiday or something maybe one day i still feel that way but i do want to check it out because of you know it's a lot of new stuff so it's a lot of I'll new give stuff. It, I'm, I'm gonna give it a shot Animal Crossing dump. I don't know if I'll Dumping like the Happy Home there. Paradise, but obviously I'm going to try it. Yeah, give it a go. Maybe I, maybe I will like it. Who knows? I think the one thing that would get me to come back and stay for a significant amount of time is, again, proper multiplayer. Yeah. I'm sold in the candle that someday they'll actually put something to do in Animal Crossing besides, like, setting a timer and running around playing tag or something stupid. You know, like, put some real games in there. But you can uh, have coffee. The arcade machines, <laughs> you know, they actually function, mm-hmm. and you can play some games. Or use the pool table with your friends. Like, that would be the best. Or squid game. Idea. But coffee. Squid you can game. have sure. coffee together. Don't you want coffee? I'd rather play that evil. That's what it is. Red light, green light. Yeah, they have coffee in real life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? And can I have tea? Because I don't drink coffee. That's no. what I thought, too. I it's like, what about, tea. can we drink tea for, at, this, yeah. at the roost? Can I have Come a on. nice green tea or some shit? Yeah, fuck coffee. Coffee's gross. Mm. Can I get some kombucha, please? There you go. A beverage for all. Yeah. Uh, No, I don't have anything else to say. I'm just super excited, and I wish it were now. It's a, it's a, it's a couple weeks away, but it's not that... It's not that far away. But I also wish I could just pay for it now. I think it's really dumb that if I pay for it now, it doesn't even come out of my bank account now. Yeah, that's... I have money now, so I want to pay for it now. Yeah, you can't... The messaging's very murky because it's Nintendo. Like, this is like, you know, what was it? Uh, I can't remember the source. We talked about it on the podcast, but that New, uh, New Horizons has outsold every other game combined in the Animal Crossing series. Mm. So the install base is so high. Like you just think they'd be a lot more clear with their messaging on what you're paying for this. Like why wouldn't that be the first thing and not the not attaching it to the NSO? Well, because they're well, trying I figured, to sell more. I figured they attach but. it to the NSO because so many people play Animal Crossing because they think that that's what'll yeah. sell the expansion pack more than the 64 games. More than win back is going to be. Uh, and I think that's fair. I mean, Animal I think Crossing that's a fair thing, strategy. Yeah. yeah. Because I think the number of people who are going to pay again for 64 games, they've bought on the 64, they've bought on the Wii, they've bought on the Wii U. Mm-hmm. Again, you want me to buy them again? I mean, I think, okay, some people will do that for sure. But they're not portable yet. <laughs> Fully. And so people like Trey are going to buy them again. No, por- no portable win back, man. I'm but just saying. I will. Even the fact that you include an Animal Crossing is not selling it to me. Yeah. I still don't want it. Yeah. So. But yeah, but even if you want to, like you're saying, if you want to pre-order the game because of people wanting to take back pre-orders, if you pre-order it now, you won't get charged for it until the week before. So that's what you which 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 sucks. So if you want to actually pay for the Animal Crossing DLC, you won't be able to do it until the 29th of October. So spooky. That is so strange. But uh, but thank you so much for joining us, Jess. Thank you. Yeah, thank sorry. You. sorry, I'm sorry, so sorry. It's kind of late, and it was tired. Uh, it's it's fine. 
Um, it's okay. We're glad to have you. It's yeah, a pleasure I'm so to, happy to be here, and I love to be on your podcast. And it's a pleasure to talk to you. And again. you're still but like plugged into this game. You understand this game better than we do anymore. Yeah, we're... just it would be it would be Animal wrong. Crossing curmudgeons. It would be wrong to not have Jess on here to talk about the Animal Crossing Direct because you know I more agree. about the game than I ever do. I didn't know about all the different colored airports and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yep. And it's nice to podcast with you again. Uh, how How is it now? We'll return again at some point. It's just on hiatus. I figure whenever you're done working, we'll bring it back. Yeah. <laughs> I just not, have to dead. make it out of this show. It's not dead. It's just on hiatus. I'm I'm uh, super famous now and make a TV show. You got you to gotta make that TV show. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's take a break, and we'll come back and talk about the rest of the stuff. So cool. let's do that. Bye, guys. Hey, you. It's me, Mario. Yeah, you. <laughs> Subscribe to our Patreon to hear our bonus shows, which happen every month. I'm a tired. Tired of all the big corporate podcasts spoon-feeding you the same old video game news on every single show. Ah, spaghetti. Ah, ravioli. Then expand! Wow! With Nintendo Main Expansion Pack. It's us talking about old games that were important to us. It's us interviewing people that we meet at conventions. And heck, it's live shows from those same conventions. It's basically everything you could want that Nintendo Main ever made. Here we go! And it's just a buck a month. That's less than a bad indie on the eShop. It's $12 a year, which is less than Nintendo Switch Online. <laughs> Thank you so much for subscribing to our Patreon and supporting Nintendo Main. Just go to patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast and hey, Mario, let go. He's throwing us back to the show. So long, gay Bowser. Patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast. Game over. from the break and why don't we continue talking uh, talking about the expansion pack 
And uh, you guys, you guys were able to uh, get some things from that. If you if you want to talk about that, well, at least Jeremy got the really cool thing that we all wanted. But right, right. So I, I mean, I was a little surprised that you weren't trying yet, John, because you're the one that let me know that it went live. So I saw mm-hmm. your I saw your post on Slack about 20 minutes after you posted it. So I was just like, mm-hmm. huh, I'll get on and I'll try. I mean, it was one of those rare cases where I happened to get up pretty early. Usually I sleep till around 11 or so, but I got up at like nine that day and uh, just happened to be up for when they went live or whatever, I guess, because I wanted to watch the Animal Crossing Direct. I was up for that reason, too, but I, I didn't catch it live like I watched it after the fact. But yeah, so I like I saw that message. So I was like, well, I'll just get online and see. And then, of course, I had to change my Nintendo password because I forgot it. I had to. I had to, too, actually, because but I don't think that I was putting in the wrong password. I thought I put in the password that I have. Because I never changed, because I've never changed it, but it made me change it. So I wonder if that mm. was a weird thing. Because it made yeah, me verify. It's been stuff. The, it's been the same, yeah. But I don't know. Maybe people <clears throat> are having trouble. I, unfortunately, I slept in too long, so I missed all of that shit. But I did try to do it, and of course, one of the one that actually wanted. Yeah, was I got gone. on and uh, got the N sixty four controller. It was kind of like I don't know how you got to the the page, John, but I actually had to go to like the Nintendo page. They go Nintendo online and then go to the Nintendo 64 like titles, which is just called like N64 titles. Yeah. Click on that mm. and then go all the way to the bottom of the page. Yeah. Down there, there was finally like a little thing to click on for the N64 controller. And so, yeah, going through all that, I was able to order one and I was surprised. I was like, that was way too easy. Something doesn't seem right here. And I was like, well, I'm good. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want a Genesis one. But then, yeah, I had told John, I was like, well, if, you know, cause he was having some trouble and I, tried a little bit but yeah i think i just got lucky i think i just like sniped in like in that moment that right maybe so there I was tried. like a yeah I, I tried like pretty much from the moment that i sent the slack i got on i was trying to get that n64 controller and i must have tried oh a dozen times wow. and it just kept getting denied and so if i like called the bank and i said hey what's going on why is this payment getting denied and they confirmed that it was nintendo's issue not the bank's issue and so it just wasn't going through for whatever reason. Too many then, people, too many people trying to buy it at once. Congestion, right? Probably, so right. Jeremy had posted that he got one and and uh, kindly offered to continue trying to to buy it to to get me one. Um, I, I also wanted the Genesis controller, so he tried to get me both, and he ended up getting me the Genesis controller. So. I was able to score that one. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the much. one that it was funny because when by the time because I, I I got up like after you guys did and I saw all your texts and all that and I'm like oh shit. Also, I got spoiled on the direct because I got a text from John from John Wedgeworth of last week's episode saying like <laughs> well, he, he, well he texts me and he's like what do you think about the expansion pack price and I'm like what because <laughs> I hadn't seen the direct yet so he kind of spoiled that for me but but whatever yeah because they kind of shoehorned it in there at the end and then there was another trailer. On top of that, there was like a five-minute trailer, which unfortunately broke all of our dreams by showing us that you cannot, you cannot rewind in Majora's Mask anymore. No, nope. what we thought you could do is not available. So, yeah, there's no. Focus. As far as I can tell, they don't have the rewind feature in in sixty-four stuff. But yeah, by but by the yes, t- just kind of yeah. assumed it would be there, but yeah. it's not. But by the time I saw the stuff for the for the controller and all that, I was like, ooh, ooh, I, I want the sixty-four controller. You know, I want a weird-looking fucking controller that's wireless that I can play 
the Switch with, you know, just because the 64 is like the weirdest controller there is. And I was like, I'll buy that. But it was gone, unfortunately. But the second one was still there. And I was kind of like, oh, that's, oh, that's funny. Now the second you know, one no, nobody cares. Out. But now, yeah, like a, like days later, it finally sold out. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's I, gone. It'll, it'll, so, I'm yeah, sure it'll John, be come I'm... back again. You know, like, like, kind of like, cause it didn't, the it NES will. and the Super Nintendo ones had that. So maybe eventually I'll get one. But I just like the idea of this wireless 64 controller. And it and it does have Rumble, by the way. That that, that did yeah, somebody included. did confirm that, yeah. Which I'm kind of disappointed by, honestly. I want like an authentic Rumble Pack experience. We have to buy the Rumble separately. I would appreciate that. But I mean, you can, like maybe, I said, I, I got. I say I got a bunch of them. You can probably buy them for like nothing on eBay. You can just buy a Rumble Pack and just stick it in there with batteries and I hope for, so. just to give you the weight, the back you know. Of the controller though, so huh? I'm wondering. I want confirmation. Like, what is the back of the controller port? What does that look like? I don't is think it it's actually, anything. Is it, did they just close it off and make it solid, or or what? I want an authentic N64 controller. I want to put a rumble back in there. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe. Let us plug our own controllers in. <laughs> make <laughs> it already like, kind of can up to GameCube. Make it like the crazy. make it like the Genesis Mini, back. where you can build the Tower of Power still, even though it doesn't yeah. work. Mm-hmm. I I don't know how I feel about the N64 controller. I'm like, I'm glad, glad I got, got it. it. Yeah, I'm glad you got it, Jeremy. Um, I'm glad one of us got it, and I hope you enjoy it. Wait, they're not shipping them till next month, right? I yeah, they're, they're shipping them on the I think the day that the, the thing releases, which is the twenty fifth, which is a. Uh, so I may Monday. have it before. I may have it before MGC. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm gonna try it there. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you guys had this problem that I did, but I watched the trailer and I completely missed that the release date was in there. I had to watch it a second time because it's in the corner. It's very small in the corner of the TV because it's. Because I, I think wa- I saw a Reddit post about it. It was like because I, I watched I watched told it, me, but I didn't yeah. catch it myself. I watched it and it was showing the Animal Crossing thing, and it showed like November fifth in the corner, and I was like, "Oh shit!" I wonder if they put a release date for the sixty four one. So I like watched it again. I was like, "Oh yeah, no, there it is in the corner. It's November. It's October twenty fifth, which is Monday. So this coming Monday, we will all be playing sixty four games again for the millionth time on our Switch. But I can't wait to play Mario sixty four. Dude, Switch win back. Play some fucking Winback. <laughs> uh, that's the first thing I'm fucking playing is Winback. Fuck those other games. I'm all about that shit. I want to play Winback. Is that again. the game where you play Windows based games on your back? <laughs> Winback. Winback is kind of it's kind of cool. It was uh, what was it like Nintendo's answer to Metal Gear Solid at the time, <laughs> or what they were trying to do on Nintendo 64? It was. I thought it was fun by the t- for fun for the time, and I I actually do own it, of course, on 64. But it'll be fun to play it on. Switch. I never heard of it until this uh, release. Yeah, hopefully. I remember it. I was confusing it with there's some other similar, like a third person. Maybe I was confusing with Body Harvest for some reason. Oh, Body Harvest is completely different. Yeah, but whatever. Um, it, I mean that's going to be if they do this expansion pack right, it's going to be it's going to be all these weird S64 games, which I'm here for because there are a lot of awesome weird 64 games. So let's do it, baby. Bring it on. But it's a yeah. It it was weird. Like the internet, you know, the internet's gonna bitch about everything, no matter what it is, and they automatically complained about the price of the expansion pack, and even complained wrongly. Like I said before, they complained saying that it was an extra fifty dollars, which is not true. It's thirty dollars, and it's technically five dollars because of the tw- the price of the Animal Crossing DLC. So it's like. Everybody seemed like they were just already ready to be mad, no matter what it was. And I think no matter what the price was, people are still going to be angry about it. I agree. Here's the thing um, on the, go, ahead. go ahead, John. On the price 
So it was uh, rumored, and I've heard, uh, I think Emily Rogers tweeted something to support this, was that um, Sega was angry as far as the price of, of uh, the Genesis games on the Wii. And that's why they, they weren't on the Wii U. And, and their participation in that, they didn't make enough money. They didn't make a big enough cut. And so why the Genesis controller is $50 and perhaps why this is an additional $30. For, for me, I'm counting the, the Animal Crossing as just like, it's a giveaway. You know, they, they want, I, I think it's like, just, they just want the largest install get, right? base initially. Yeah. 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 That's what we were saying right. earlier is that like, yeah, so many people have Animal Crossing. So they want to try to sway more people to this expansion pack by saying, right. Here, here is the Animal Crossing, which I thought it was really weird to put it in there, but whatever. But it's like, yeah, this is a $25 value, but paying that $25 every year is weird, where you could just buy it for $25 and not have to do that. It's not like a you you don't have to pay a subscription to play this new Animal Crossing paid it DLC. It really is weird, isn't it? If you don't, if you're not is- like, yeah, it's like, what do you, you're not paying to, to keep it together because you don't have to. You can buy it as a paid deal, like Jess is going to do. You can pay it as paid, buy it as paid DLC and be done with it. It so, is so weird that that's how they were like, this is an Animal Crossing Direct. It's Animal Crossing specific. And then they're like, here's some more info about <laughs> the expansion pack. And of course, like, yeah, of course I, they. Yeah. It I had sense they mentioned it, but exists. rather than it being its own, yeah. like I had, thing I had a whatever. feeling. I don't know. I had a feeling they, they were going to. They were going to. I had a feeling they were going to shoehorn it in there and just be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, what is because Nintendo it's supposed to come out so quickly and have, have to do yeah. with Animal Crossing?" Well, it started on '64 the, in Japan. Yeah, but we, I say we didn't even get it. Yeah, here. <laughs> I mean, it, it's there, sort of, you know. But yeah, it's it's. I think it's just trying to get people into that whatever that price tag was that they wanted to do. It's like. Well, but Animal right. Crossing, but like we said before, Animal Crossing is a it, giveaway. It needs to it needs to be something different next year. Like I don't want to pay. I would feel I would feel a little overpriced if the only thing that we get next year is still the Animal Crossing DLC plus the, you know, it should be like a Splatoon three DLC or like Breath of the Wild two DLC or something, right? Should become something else, I think. Maybe we don't even have to wait a year. Maybe it's like every six months thing or something you know that they'll throw at us um, or, or maybe whenever there's a big some, maybe whenever there's a big first party paid dlc thing they'll just throw it into that would be nice you know be like oh yeah well as way, it stands they've been following an, more of an annual model with the uh, nso because that's when people get their got their initial subscription and then it went for a year and then you know like they keep updating stuff like around now and so yeah, we'll see updates to this service next year at this time. I, I'm I'm obviously going to get it because we'll get yeah. Game Gear games. I want to play. I want to play all. We'll these, I want to play all these 64 games again, even though I've played it a million times. But I do too. But I we can play. But novel. we can we can I, all play Mario Kart 64 yeah. together online, or we can play Star Fox online. Mario Party well two. Worth it. And I can't wait till they add the Star Fox SSP mode or whatever that lets you already already has everything unlocked so you can run around with the bazooka and all that stuff. Yeah. And don't have to actually can't get we it. Can Because it's really I fucking hard to do. Brings it, $50 brings it in line with the other services, doesn't it? Isn't that the price of PlayStation mm-hmm. Plus and Xbox One just about? They just offer a lot more. Yeah. $50 yeah. a year, yeah. So maybe Nintendo's preparing to offer a lot more. Maybe I think, the, yeah. the other guys saying. I think that's another what they're offering and not the price. If if that's the case, I think that's another thing of why people are being upset about it. It's like, oh well, but but yeah, PlayStation Plus used to give you good games. Now they really don't anymore. But and I'm sure like whatever you have to pay to be online. They're saying it's close to like it's it's approaching the price of Game Pass, which 
it's not that they're the same thing at all, but which gives you the, a shit ton of stuff. It puts it in that wheelhouse where people can start comparing it if it's like priced similarly. Whereas, yeah, Game Pass is stupid. It's it's such a ridiculous value. I wouldn't be surprised if it gets canceled in a year or two. But <laughs> well, just just wait for the taking a loss. Remember they they, they yeah they'll take a loss in every system, and so that's their whole way of doing things. Well, you know, wait for people to actually actually buy Xboxes, and then maybe they'll take it away. I think they are buying them. They're they're just as hard to get as PS5. Yeah, I mean they need. To, well, once they start making money, they may like cater back. Because I mean, well, I, I know that they're much different. But like PlayStation Plus was kind of the same thing. They were trying to get people to buy PS3s because nobody was buying PS3s, you know. But then when they became more popular, they you know took it away. It's like capitalism. You you pay people more until they start working there, and then they chip away at the money. That's what caviar did to me. When I was a delivery person, they did it to everyone, and then they sold it to DoorDash, and it went to shit. But that's a different thing. Looking forward to more systems. Like now that Sega's being so friendly about it, you know, I guess they think that the their cut is good. So, like Jeremy said, Game Gear. I want to see Dreamcast. I want to see Dreamcast come to modern systems. I think Saturn, man, fantastic. yeah. Give us, give us Saturn games. That'd be so cool. Saturn is something that's just I've never even seen one before. I've never even seen a working Saturn. You know that that's like the that's the dream world, man. It's like it's like a fictional system, practically. Yeah, give us Saturn, give us CD, you know, uh, Sega CD thirty two X. I really wish it was not Genesis because we have, eh, you know, like I said before, it was the fuck you to the people who bought the Genesis collection. We already bought it. We all did, all three of us. All I was saying is like, speaking of them being worried about getting their cut. They keep like lowering the price of the Genesis collection to Genesis collection to like twelve dollars. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, okay, Sega, that's thirty classic games, some of your best games. More on games Genesis. on there. Yeah. More on there than but the you're expansion. but you're over here strong arming Nintendo and it actually worked. Like now, like everybody's paying more. I don't know, because it's definitely not the N sixty four. There's not some like secret shadow N sixty four organization getting extra money from Nintendo. That's them. But it yeah. could also be that that they have other deals with, like, I don't know, uh, who owns Turbo Rare. Graphics now. The other companies. Do you think Rare systems. got paid for Banjo Kazooie? Some... Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, Banjo Kazooie's right. on there. I would think that. And I expect the other ones to come too. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe even Goldeneye, like, like John was saying, but I think definitely Donkey Kong, like Diddy Kong Racing and uh, Banjo Tooie and like stuff like that. Conquer. And, Please. You know, conquer, hopefully. And you can play. Uh, uh, Jet Force Gemini and realize how bad it is. You <laughs> can experience the torture of that game again. Yeah, I don't. You know, it's whatever. I don't. I don't care. I'm getting it. It's fine. I saw one person. I saw one person on Twitter that was like, it was like because I'm following Metroid stuff. Some person was like, there are no Metroid games on 64, so I'm not getting this. <laughs> like, okay, fine. <laughs> I thought it was funny because they were just everybody's just talking about Metroid and stuff like that. I think it would be weird to go back in time to when the Waybird first came out, and that was the first like truly wireless controller. Like, yeah, they existed probably in other like PC spaces, but the first console controller that used like radio frequencies instead of like infrared line of sight. So it was like truly wireless. And you know, I think what was it IGN that was doing this whole thing where they were like walking around the neighborhood, seeing how far the. I mean, we did that somewhat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think John and I did that when it came out. But it'd be funny like, to I go back in time and be like, like, in different rooms and check stuff. it out. Now I've got the Nintendo 64 controller doing the exact same thing. Like, that just wouldn't like compute that one day the N64 controller would be operating on an even like different 
like a more like refined spectrum or whatever the bluetooth well which is beyond whatever the waybird uses i mean when you mentioned that the first thing i thought of is like if we ever get gamecube stuff on on nintendo switch online then we can get a gamecube game a gamecube controller that's wireless but doesn't look like the wavebird but it's the original purple one and that'll and be wireless and it'll be the wavebird yeah yeah it's gonna be ridiculous because we <laughs> sacrificed the the rumble for the wireless yeah in the wave the time. also gave it like crazy battery life which not quite the wii u pro controller level but pretty close it no I, I think it's i think it's better than the pro controller i mean I, I i don't think i think i've only changed the batteries like maybe five times in its life cycle of the <laughs> the thing that thing stays alive forever it seems like every time i turn it on it still turns on you know the light so well the one that works one of them i broke because of mario kart wii but you know i just broke the light it still works but yeah i mean is there anything else you want to say about the expansion pack from what it said i can't wait to play it on the 25th so it's coming out on monday what's the first game you're gonna play on the expansion pack when it releases i already said what mine was you guys can go oh you're playing a um well i forget the name backpack when (laughs) (laughs) i'm playing i'm playing when i'm playing win back that's the first thing i'm playing is win back yeah (laughs) i'm gonna play win back and strider I want to play Strider on Genesis. I've never played that game. I've never played the, the Genesis Strider. I've only played the NES one. Yeah. I'm going to boot up Mario Kart 64 and do the play Wario Stadium and do the cheat where you skip that like three-fourths level. I'll probably boot up Mario Kart 64, yeah. Not not jumping into Ocarina of Time? Your, your, your baby? That is my baby, <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing is like if I jump into that, I won't play the others. I'll just be sucked in. Yeah, but you'll have fun. True. There you go. Yeah, whatever. We're going to get it. Once Paper Mario it. comes, I'll be glued. To, I'll, I'll play all the way through that again, I bet. Yeah, you can remember when Paper Mario didn't suck. As of as of when we're recording this, it's been the five-year anniversary since the Nintendo Switch was yep. announced. Like, the Nintendo Switch yep. trailer yeah, with, with Karen and all that shit was announced. Yeah, the Switch. And, yep. ju- and just for the fun of it, I listened to episode 43 of the Nintendo Switch podcast. Or, Nintendo Switch. Uh, episode 43 of Nintendo Main Podcast. I listened to our whole episode of that before we recorded today. And uh, it's actually exactly 250 episodes from this episode, because we're at 293 now. But 250 episodes ago, Jeremy and I talked about the reveal of the NX slash Switch. And I listened to it again. Just listen to it. And And it's funny, because we are... We're both so angry about Color Splash still because this is the episode <laughs> that came out right after the Color Splash episode, which is actually our highest downloaded episode of all time. Still, still. is our Color Splash <laughs> episode. Maybe it has something to do with that, like the interest in Nintendo, like yeah. spiking at the moment the Switch was revealed. Because I think so that's that- forty. That's forty three episodes or forty two episodes we did. Yeah, without knowing about the Switch. Yeah. The so rest this, of Nintendo Main has been Switch adjacent. Yeah. So it was the first, So anybody look it up on Spotify. I think is where you can go back. So, well, some some podcast apps let you go back that far. But episode forty three, I listened to it, and yeah, we're we're pretty salty on a uh, on Paper Mario still. And you can tell I've already stopped playing it, but Jeremy's still <laughs> still going at it. But and that know, still made it into my top ten. Yeah, because it, of the slim pickings of it all. Yeah, it's 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 just funny. I don't know. It's it's funny to hear us talk about that stuff. And I and and we're t- and we talk about like uh, memory space and cards and stuff like that, which was kind of figured, you know. And I and I predicted that the touch that the screen was going to be a touch screen, and I was right. So there you go. But yeah, five years ago was the first time they unveiled the switch. 
So there you go. But let's uh, let's talk about some of the games that we've been playing here. Um, I know there's, I mean, there's a big one that we've all been playing, of course. So let's do I'll, that one first. What do you think? I was gonna say, let's wait. Let me talk about a couple other things, and then we'll talk about that all together. How about that? And then sure. there's there's not that much that I have to say. Now let's talk about what we bought and what we've been playing. I've, I've been playing uh, Mario Golf Ranked because there's the new Toad alternate colors. And I don't know if you played it lately, Jeremy, but they've actually they've changed everything around now. It's different. So you can't do the special shots anymore. Like they completely took that oh. out. So it's not you're not waiting for everybody to go anymore. That's completely out of it. There's only three holes now instead of four holes. And if you don't like if you don't golf in a certain amount of time, a timer shows up on the screen that will count down. And if it gets to zero before you finish the hole completely, you'll automatically get the highest amount of strokes for that hole. Oh my gosh. So they've wow. they really nerfed the people waiting around, yeah. So they kind of made it hard for me to edit and play at the same time now because now it's all like you gotta go you gotta go and yeah yeah when when the timer shows up that's for the whole for the whole thing not just for your shot at that time you have to finish the complete hole before that time goes up and they'll and they'll give you like plus 10 or something if you don't do it so i thought that was an interesting change that i didn't even know about i didn't even see anybody mention it anywhere and i was like oh shit there it is so yeah, they changed they changed Mario Golf <laughs> right under to check it out. right under my nose. But I did I did get to I did get to like A plus rank and I got the toad colors and all that stuff. But yeah, they they changed it around so so now you can't wait around. Now there's no special shots. And now it's even quicker. Now it's only just like three holes. So and it'll and it'll warn you if you don't play for a while, it's like, hey, you gotta you gotta go. But then once the timer shows up, when the timer's done, you get the worst score there is. So it fucks you over in that way. I started playing Disco Elysium. Have you been playing that game, Jeremy? Yes, I played some of that this week as well. We could talk about that. All right, we'll we'll talk we'll talk through it together. I read your notes, and it seems like you had a. Did you do the same thing? Me. Did you die from reading a letter? Which I found no, out. No, I didn't die from the same thing, but I did die. Oh, okay, because I, I I was a uh, I was I don't know. Disco Elysium is a weird game. It's a uh, it's it, it starts off with you like in your is own it a game. It's yeah. like it starts off in your own brain, like trying to wake you up, like your your lizard brain or whatever, trying to get you to like be conscious again. And it's talking about like the darkness and all this weird shit, and and that continues through the game also, depending on how you set up your character. But yeah, your internal monologue is kind of the star of the show, from what I've got. D- does your tie talk to you and yours? No, because because my necktie like screams at me. Like, I couldn't it, even it, get my necktie. Like it yells at I me. If I tried to touch, if I tried to touch the necktie, I would start having a heart attack. Oh, on, uh, yeah, did you try to turn off the fan before you got yes. off the fan? <laughs> even after I did that, like I yeah. couldn't touch it without did, it triggering did, a heart attack. Did you? Did you pick a pre-made character? Did you customize your character? I customized it. Okay, I customized it too. I just I made mine like I just kind of made it like i didn't completely understand what I was doing though. I yeah, made me either. Well, I did like I did like four four two two, so I made it like like extra intelligent and extra like perceptive or something like that, but like no physical abilities and other stuff. I tried to make it like it I, what, I, what I think similar of to what I did. I've tried to make it what I think of myself, I guess like a deep thinker, but can't do it. No, can't no, do shit I think for it was, anything uh, physical. <laughs> I did a similar thing. Cause it was like, you basically like, I can't remember exactly the phrasing, but your intuition is higher. That's where the, where I had, it's where my internal voice was like more perceptive of, you know what to do it, 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 it is in so much that from what i've gathered from the dialogue choices like that it's like your hunch but it's it increases your accuracy on certain things yeah 
as like kind of a buff. But this this game is fucking depressing, man. It's fucking. It's de- not happy. Nothing it's, about it's it. It's depressing like, as shit. Well, it starts off like you're this fucking. It's worth, funny. You're this worthless cop that does. You don't know what your name is. You, you lost your bad. You lost your badge. You lost your gun. Uh, everybody mm-hmm. at the precinct makes fun of you. Uh, the lady who called in the murder that you're trying to investigate quit because you're an asshole because you fucking pissed her off. Like while while you're in the bar, like making jokes about killing yourself, like it's it's, it's fucking heavy, man. Like right, like right off the top there. And I think uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, think your story is a little different than mine. I think that are they completely different? Because that's what uh, no, I don't well, know. It's similar. Did but you call the lady and talk to her about like why she left and all that? She said that she left because I because no. I was basically making jokes about killing myself and sticking I my, left my sticking my gun in my I mouth got- like in the bar. And like shit like that. And yeah, I spent some time looking in the mirror, which reminded me of deja vu a lot. Like when he's looking in the mirror in his, in his apartment, you're getting a very similar thing. Like as when Ace Harding's looking in the mirror, it's kind of cool. There's a whole, there was a whole part in the mirror for me where I didn't have enough, like whatever ability to like make myself not smile stupidly or something like that. Like couldn't change the look on my face and all that. And yeah, this game is something like from what, from what I played of it, I, I would say that, to me, it reminds me of like a point and click adventure with RPG elements because you can level up, but there's it no. Reminds me of Deja Vu. But there's no, there's no battles. Like there's no, there's mm-hmm. no like you know turn based combat or anything like that. But you I think can I might enjoy it. I think I, I think you would. I think you would enjoy it because it's not. I mean, it's an RPG. It's more of a it's an RPG, but it's more of a choose your own adventure point and click thing. Kind of yeah. Thing, yeah. The uh, okay. the only reason that I say RPG is that you do get experience points depending on what choices you make mm-hmm. through the dialogue and stuff like that. And you can le- and when you level up, you get the ability to um, add to your whatever you know stuff to your brain to help you be able to like decipher things or like notice things in the world and stuff like that. But it very much feels like it feels very much like point and click because you have to, no matter what, however weirdly you talk to people, you still have to like go to get one thing to get to another thing. Like you, like I went to like the trash can and like in order to do that, you got to go find a thing to like open the trash can mm-hmm. and find something out of that. And you know, mm-hmm. it, it works like a point and click game would, you know, we have See, to I find a to, thing to go to thing. Not really. So I ended up talking to this huge white supremacist guy. I guess I, I perceived him as white supremacist. He's some other race that's supposed to be like a oh, I didn't find him. Apex race. He's a bodyguard protecting you from going to the crime scene, but he's also like um, this quote unquote like perfect mix of races. Like, uh, are you talking about your partner? Like, are, you t- are you talking about Kim, the person that's with you? No, I'm oh. talking about no. I'm talking about this like big huge bouncer guy who kind of speaks in kind of like uh i don't know kind of sounds like a east german kind of like sort of like harkening back to like soviet U- soviet russia oh i never found, not, I never found soviet this russia, i'm guy. sorry um uh, soviet union but um no it's like uh he's just talking about eugenics and he's talking about how i don't know we had this really long conversation where he's just basically like you can't go pa- i had to go past him to go look at the murder scene He's like, you can't go past me because you're genetically inferior and your voice and your breath smells like Al Ghul. Al Ghul, he kept saying, which it was alcohol. Weird. And he's like, you. it emanates from your, your pores and everything about you. You are inferior and all this. And like, it kept giving me this choice to where like ascribe to his like nation, his nationalism. Like, oh, no. you could like, you could like be racist with him. As Whoa. a dialogue option. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to try to fight the guy. I kept like 
he also has his girlfriend, I guess, who's like standing by, and she's just like his hype person. He's like, "Yeah, tell him. Yeah, tell him <laughs> he needs to leave." You know, like piping in here and there. Kick his and ass, like, ass. I'm not only physically superior to you, but I'm intellectually superior, and blah blah blah. They like talk philosophy and like it's like this long meandering conversation that must have been like half of my total playtime, just talking to this guy, and being like, "How do I get past him?" To, wow. Like, check out the murder scene eventually he's like laughing at me because i'm like pretending like i'm tough he's like your organs are so sick that your skin is distended and you're sweating and and he's just like totally calling me out for the alcoholic that this character is and i'm like i select like fight him i like start (laughs) trying to fight him and it's like your chest starts to seize up continue to swing yeah i'm like yes and i kept doing that and eventually i just die and it was like game over Oh, so you got <laughs> so you got the official game over because, yeah, it, it was it was game over, like, game over. It said, uh, "Cop, local cop suffers heart attack." It, it showed the it showed the paper right because because mm-hmm. I heard that when you die, there's a newspaper showing like how you died, and that yep. means so that's way, an actual I, game over. In a way, yeah. I beat the game. I, I had a playthrough of it. Yeah, you you had an ending. Well, because I because <laughs> I didn't I, see an ending because I found a yeah I had a completely different thing like I never ran into a bouncer and I can't help but wonder if I had like it described his nationalism if I would have lived like I think I put that in the notes I'm like would I have like gotten through that part if I would have just been like sure yeah eugenics is cool <laughs> I, I know there if is would have like let me walk by him I, I know there's like a heavy political tone to this game like because I, I watched a, I watched a switch ups review of it and they were just like this game is like a is like an art form practically it's not really a game it's just like a piece of art that you experience but they were talking about how you can become like a socialist preacher practically and go around and try to get people into socialism or communism or whatever and it's like and there's all these different paths and they're talking about how you can just all the options that you can do like you can get a bag and go around and collect trash bottles and cans and stuff to sell for money and you can do it in the game to get money like it's just there's like so much shit you can do but i can't believe like i did like i went to the crime scene and i never saw a bouncer whatsoever i just went straight to the crime there were two kids there were there kids by the body for you that were like being like fuck, I never made being like, body. like I being like fuck past. you fuck you cop you know they're all these like shitty kids like yelling at me and calling me a piece of shit and all that the very they're, first they're throwing thing rocks I did, at the body I, admittedly Admittedly, I was trying to make the worst character ever just for fun. Like I said, I did kind of similar, I guess, ultimately similar to what you did. I made a character who was physically weak and like followed their intuition a lot and had like this really like strong inner voice that may or may not have been a good thing ultimately, but that I sort of tried to follow with my dialogue choices as like as a buff or whatever. But the first thing I did was like, you meet like a woman when you leave exit your room and I start hitting on her. Like, I'm like, well, what's going to happen if I hit on her? And it's like, this well, stuff's yeah, I, like, I did too. Just, at, just cause the beginning of the game, but she just like left. And, and then okay, I tried, so like, and I tried, knock, but... I, I tried knocking on her door and, and she like yep. won't answer. And yeah. And I, and I just moved on from there. But, um, I don't know. I just, I guess I kind of was like, it's kind of like when you play Tetris and you want to get a bunch of combos, like you kind of let your, stack build up and you do some weird stuff but you know you'll be able to clean it up and go back down i was like i'm gonna kind of do that with this character and kind of make him like an asshole idiot but then i'm gonna like maybe come back and be like redeeming myself and get back to some base point but i died trying to fight a bouncer which i hope that's not how i go in real life a white a white, a white nationalist sure kind bouncer, of, yeah. yeah it sure kind of seemed like the guy was laughing at me as he was 
holding my fist and then I had a heart attack. Like, he didn't kill me yeah. per se. He was laughing at me because he was starting to like me. Okay, so I told him I liked disco, which was one of the option choices. <laughs> yeah, they do talk about disco. Turns out games. his ancestors invented disco according to at least according to the uh, the well, canon of this game. Well, I mean, so he, that he, actually <laughs> appealed to him. He was like that foolish music. I can't believe my ancestors invented it. But, but you can also tell like he's like softening to you a little bit because you like, you know, what he's kind of sort of in a way equating to like folk music from his uh, area generation or whatever. I mean, well, he but he's a white supremacist. He thinks that everything is invented by him and his ancestors. I mean, have you have right. you met have you met them? Like it's every it's it's like the KKK members that say that like white people invented basketball and shit like that. Like it's, this is a real thing. Well, I bear very bear well. Then. I'm at, I don't know. Based on the dialogue choices, or, the, like, or the, like white people with the first the slaves and all this stuff too, it's, it's stupid. But yeah, no, this is a real thing. <laughs> that it's like my ancestors did everything. You know? Yeah, this is like, a video game we've been playing this week. Yeah. <laughs> what a weird ass game! But and yeah, I heard it's really buggy on the Switch, and and they're trying to do some stuff to fix it. I, I haven't Luckily, run. Uh, I haven't run any yeah, troubles same. with it yet. But I heard that I heard that as well that there that there are bugs in it. But I'll be starting a new run obviously i have to i have no other choice i mean you didn't say well, actually it does no it does have some saves i could go back to there but. there's auto saving well what what, what happened probably just start over again what happened to me was like i opened this garbage can that's by the that's by the dead body which you never made it to but uh it, it you you find out when you talked when you call the lady who like called in the murder and all that the one that like quit because of your shittiness and all that She'll tell you about how you basically threw a bunch of your police shit in, into the toilet, and you find the shit that was in the toilet in the in the trash can. And there's this whole process where you can actually like look at your notes that were in the trash can and kind of like start to like catalog them again, and you get like experience points from from doing it. And I did all this cataloging of all this shit, but then kind of like a kind of like you would in Resident Evil. You like look at the clipboard and you find like a secret like letter that's like buried in it. You know, like how you would like press a button on Resident Evil and you'd find something in there. That's kind of what it reminded me of. But I find this letter and I start reading this letter and I keep reading it and I keep reading it and I keep reading it. And then the game goes like completely pitch black. And then it starts at the very beginning again. So I thought that I died. Like at the beginning in the lizard brain where the lizard brain is starting to wake mm-hmm. me up again in the, in the hotel. So I thought that I had died, and I started the whole game over again. Well, I didn't complete... I, I went back to my last save. I was like, oh, shit, I guess I died reading that thing. Which reminded me of that part in uh, Paper Mario, Thousand Year Door. You remember that? The uh, mm-hmm. Remember the diary, the ghost diary, where like if you read it, you die, and you get a game over? You remember that on the train, right? I think so. In Thousand Year Door. It's like, well, they warn you about it. They're like, don't read that, don't read that, don't read that. And if you keep mm-hmm. saying yes, 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 you'll just die from reading it. And it reminded me of that. But just before we did the episode, I just wanted to look it up, and turns out that that was fake. I didn't actually die because there wasn't the paper there. I guess it's just fucking oh. with it's just fucking with you. So I'm gonna have to read the thing again and see what happens. But this this is gonna be an interesting thing with both of us playing this and having completely different experiences with this. That, I know just in the first like 20 minutes or whatever. Well, I mean, yeah, I, uh, I played it for like three or four hours probably over the past couple of days just because. Wow. I, I just wanted to, I, I really wanted to get into it before we got to talk about it, because that was my, what I was planning the next episode to be about, you know, aside from the Animal Crossing Direct and all that. But, yeah, I mean, it's... Maybe next episode. But it's a, but it, like I said, it's fucking depressing as hell, because everybody thinks you're a piece of shit, uh, they all hate you, and, uh, and you, can't even, you can't even remember your own name, 
and it's like uh yeah, and and you and you own nothing. Like you, you you don't have your police uniform or badge or gun or whatever. You've lost everything. I don't know. Did, did you make it to your car and call the cops and they just make no. fun of you on the phone? I literally went outside. I found somebody that was like, "You must have just gone a different there, way, I guess." And I was like, "I was like, so where's the body?" She's like, "Oh, it's over that way." Yeah, I went, so that, I went way. that way. I ran I into the, the body. person who's like, who was like, "Well, if you want to, you have to get past this guy who is the bouncer guy." And he's like, all you got to do is just walk past him. He'll probably just ignore you, which obviously he was being sarcastic with me. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll just do that then. And he's like, sure. Yeah, you can just go. Just walk right by me. Just walk by him. And I'm like, okay, I'll do that. You know, this guy is like totally knows this guy's going to kill me. But he's like, let's just see what happens if I let this cop walk up to the bouncer guy. It was totally just like he was humoring me and like knew I was going to make a fool of myself. So just yeah this game's weird like that it's it really put me into that into the shoes of a cop that you know think about like it was a few years ago where there was a cop like dancing somewhere and his gun fell out of his pocket and like shot up in the air that was like a viral video and he ended up getting like fired or whatever over i mean rightfully so because he was off duty but he still had his gun like that's the kind of cop i feel like in this game i'm like or like a reno 911 kind of level cop where i'm just like I have great power, and I do not have great responsibility skills. I was gonna say, at least that's kind of on like more of a comedic level. I felt like this game was just like fucking like depressing as fuck because I, I played it last night. Right. I played it last night. Kind of. I mean, it's kinda... obviously supposed to be comedic. Yeah. Like, it's sure. Very early on, you get it's a very dark Monty Python kind of feel. I guess maybe Monty Python's me just saying that because it's British, but it's got that dark humor, like in spite of it being like just so so morose like it's also like funny yeah i i don't know but it was but some of it is also depressing where you're where just the way you feel about things and i don't know i i played it last night before i went to bed and i had some fucking i don't remember the exact the exact of them but my dreams were fucking weird like every like everything was really weird if i i went to went to sleep after playing this game it was all just strange I don't know. It was one of those things like I don't remember the exact details of it, but I remember that my dreams were fucking weird. So it was I don't know. But yeah, no, I, I think that you would probably enjoy this game, John, because it is an RPG, but it's not an RPG. It's not it's definitely Dreamboat, not a yes. traditional RPG in any way. It's all very much choose your own adventure. There's a lot of reading. Uh, there's a lot of dialogue, but it's all pretty much all voiceover. I mean, the voice of the, like there's pretty much voice for everything. So. It's basically Over a reading lines of recorded dialogue. Yeah. Oh. So it's reading it to you and you're just making decisions and yeah, it's, I don't know. I'm really interested to see where it takes us, I guess, <laughs> you know, that that could be a recurring thing on this show where we just talk about what happened sure. because even in like the first couple hours here, it's completely different. Cause I don't even think you're ruining it for anybody. Cause it's a sp- specific series of choices you have to make to get to this point. So yeah, you could you didn't even find the body, and I did this whole thing where I called the cops, and they made fun of me. I might and, have paid an yeah. hour total before I died. I played, and I mean, like I said, I, I was pushing it. I was pushing it. It was warning me not to keep doing what I was doing. Well, the, it gave me the chance to like, and I could subsequently, I could still finish my initial playthrough, but. Yeah, that's the same thing I felt like with the with the letter because it was like asking me not to read it, and I kept reading it, and and I guess what happened was I passed out, and then maybe like the lizard brain is trying to wake me up of being passed out, but mm. but I passed out and it went back to the title screen. It said Disco Elysium. Press A to begin. So I thought that that was game over, but then when I 
went to the main screen later, I'm like, wait, but this main screen is different. That's because there's new game and continue and all this. It looks different than where I was at. So I'm going to have to try that again. But this has a whole like, yeah, uh, uh, Eternal Darkness vibe to it as well. Oh, sure. Yeah. All, all, all over the place. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk. We'll and talk. even a little <laughs> bit like Bastion or something like that with the narrator, because that's kind of. Sure. But either way, uh, uh, save as much as you can in case you accidentally get killed by a guy or or pass out by reading a thing and think you have to restart or whatever. That's our lesson on Disco Elysium. But yeah, those are the things that I've been doing other than Metroid Dread. Uh, why don't we talk about Metroid Dread? Or do you want to talk about something else? I say I could probably get through my stuff pretty quick, and then go for it. We could all talk about dread. Well, I know one of them. I know one of you, you and John, can talk about that's on your list. Oh right, uh, we all say that. So, uh, Harmony of Dissonance, um, the other Metroidvania I've been playing this week. Uh, I said at the top of the show, you you put when I say you put uh, Metroid in my vania. Well, obviously, I was referring to Metroidvanias, but. I didn't realize this until I was looking because I was trying to get unstuck in Harmony of Dissonance. Like I got stuck like hardcore in the game. I didn't know what to do next. Couldn't get through any of the locked doors, period. Couldn't find any keys. Couldn't find the breaking stone. So I couldn't get through like the there's certain levels where or certain doors you have to break like a rock wall to get through. And I couldn't get through there. So uh, I'm just like, what do I do? I don't know what. I guess I'll finally look at a guide. So I looked at a guide and I was trying to find out what to do. The guide didn't help, by the way. But while I was looking at the guide, it said uh, it said uh, Harmony, of Distance came, Harmony of Dissonance came out around the same time as Fusion, right? Or no, it came out before that. It did. I, well, another reason why 2002 is the best year. Uh, Harmony of Dissonance and Fusion had come out in the same year. I know that. But it was it. making a reference to Metroid in the game. Like there is a reference to it in Harmony of Distance that I never knew wow. before. And that's in the Skull Cavern, which is one of the different biomes within the castle. There are these giant skulls that have the same amount of eyes as the creature in Super Metroid. What's it's not Kraid, or is it Kraid? Who's a creature that has the like four eye or you know? Well, Kraid has three maybe. eyes, I think. Right, it's like who's a, a creature that falls in the lava and that comes out as a skeleton? Oh, yeah, yeah, and I know what you're talking about. But yeah, I don't it's remember. that skull. We, it's we, that we, skull that's in the skull cavern. Oh, okay. it's his exact same skull. Yeah, we, we, the, we, we talked about that one. And everything, and that was like without a doubt, according to this guide I read, like it was a reference to Metroid back in 2002 or whenever this game came out. So that's kind of cool that they were at least acknowledging. Cro- Crocomire. That's interesting. Crocomire, that, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think the first time I ever heard the term Metroidvania was until like the 2010s. When was the first time that people kind of brought those two together? Well, I, mean, I guess we'll ask Jeremy Parrish when we see him. <laughs> Didn't he invent that term? Now, I, I feel like the first time I heard Metroidvania was like in the was in the was in this time in like the early 2000s when there was the when there were the Game Boy Advance Castlevania games happening mm-hmm. and the Metroids. I don't know. That's when I first heard it. Anyway, Harmony of Distance, Distance has been a great game to try to get through. Um, I love how it looks on the TV. It's so weird looking, the colors and everything. Like, it just, the Game Boy Advance blowing up on a, even on a, I'm playing on like a 32 inch HDTV. It's not huge, but it still looks really cool, like compared to the size of the original Game Boy Advance screen. Uh, but I finally found the Crushing Stone, and it was in a room that I'd already been through. That's why I couldn't use my map to find it. 
I had just walked through this room where it was just sitting there, didn't grab it. So that's why I've been <laughs> stuck for so grab long. It. So I ended up just like wandering back to that room, finding it, and subsequently I've unlocked all these new areas and I've made a bunch of progress in the game. But in the meantime, I got all but one of Dracula's parts, and I've got the Guardian armor and all that stuff. So I'm like super like powered up, and I have a bunch of healing items. So I have a feeling I'll have finished this game by next week probably. And then I can finally move on to Ari of Star, which I've been saving for just just for fun. Or I might play Circle of the Man as well. I've uh, I've actually I've really enjoyed what I've seen of people online discovering that the Circle of that Circle of the Moon is better of har- better than Harmony of Dissonance. I even heard people say it on an NVC episode, but I've seen it spark like sprinkled around the internet. People under people like who are playing this game realizing the Circle of the Moon is better. Than Army of Dissonance, and it I just still like and it just brings better, it just brings but... a smile to my face. Well, that's because you haven't played Circle of the Moon that much, and maybe when you I do, mean, I, I you realize it, a lot it back in the day. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just saying that it seems like the internet discourses people are figuring out that that Army of Dissonance isn't great. <laughs> so I appreciate that. One other thing I played a lot this week was Monkey Ball. Once again, I needed Fuck distractions yeah. from the main game that was frustrating me and that I felt like I was stuck in. Monkey Ball was a good distraction, but I got stuck here too. So I was just getting stuck in all my games that were supposed to be my reprieves. Stuck in Harmony of Distance. Which one were you stuck, stuck on? Stuck in Monkey Ball. <coughs> I was stuck, stuck on, on Launcher. What is Launcher. what is that one? That's the one where you uh, there's the like pillar in the middle. You start up top and then you drop down, and then there's these like things that make you roll up the pillar, and you got to get through the thing as it's rotating around, or you got to somehow get on top of the pillar and then drop down as it oh. goes by. Okay, yeah, no, I, I, I think that I made it through that one, like on the first, on the first one. I don't know. It's I'm always curious. I like, it took gets, me a really long. Which time, one you get stuck on? I, I'm stuck. In on fact, the, I uh, took a few videos where I would get. There was at least one video where I would actually get onto the platform where the end goal is, but I can't hit the tape because I didn't. I haven't bought the jump feature for one. But oh, don't the way it's set up. It's like a piece <laughs> I still of haven't bought like a it. pancake. Yeah. And then above it is the thing, and below it is another alternate goal. But you can't get to once you're on the platform, you can't hit either thing. So I'm just like so close, but so far away. Like it took me days and days to get through that, but I finally did. I saved my replay, so I got through it. And now I'm not necessarily stuck. I'm just, I think the soup level is where it gets really hard. It starts getting really hard with all the plays and pauses and all the portals and stuff. Which that's another thing. Portal before portal. Those portals in Monkey Ball Two. Oh yeah, were fucking cool. Like how they how they work because you could actually like you would roll up on them and you could see. Oh yeah, you could see the, portal, the other thing what was yeah. happening, and it was very much like Portal. I imagine it functioned similarly with it being like a separate, a whole separate thing that was being rendered beyond the the view of the portal. But yeah, Monkey Ball is still cool. Like uh, I almost skipped the launcher level. I'm glad I didn't. Did did you get past that one on that I couldn't get through the one where where it tilts, the one where it like tilts from side to side? Have you skipped any of them before you get the launcher? So maybe you. I got, haven't skipped any levels, so maybe you uh, got. Past which one the are one? you talking about? I don't remember what what set of levels was it. I don't remember. It's before or after launcher. I'll, I'll have to I'll have to look it up. It might it might be. I well, thought I'm maybe the it was soup before. Stage down. I think I'm like on three or four, so I think that's world six. So I've got through well, the launcher was the last set of launch, worlds I got through. Launcher is four six. It's four dash six because I'm watching it right now on, on YouTube. Just to, I yeah. got through the all of five pretty easily. Five wasn't too bad. 
I think I just uh now I'm on six. I must I must have just, just got lucky with launcher, but I remember getting it on that first day when I was playing it at work. But yeah, it's it's easy for you to just be in the right spot and it just kind of throws you through the thing. But yeah, monkey monkey ball is fun. I mean, and, and I was gonna say any of those ones that go fast, you know, or the ones where you hit the play thing, almost always there's something to like slow it mm-hmm. down. There's almost always a button to slow it down. So remember that whenever you're whenever you're stuck on one of those. Oh yeah, I don't. I mean, I remember all this shit. It's coming back to me like. I played these so much back in the day, like 20 years ago, I guess now, but close to it. But uh, it, a lot of it comes back to me, and I remember those pause and play buttons and all the portals. The portals are really cool. I, I forgot how cool they were and how they do function the same way they did back in the day, but it, it really was kind of like a glimpse into what portal the game would be like later and how those portals function. Sure. But that's pretty much it, other than, John, we can talk a little bit about Tetris Effect. So you've been playing that this sure. week? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I've been uh, getting into the multiplayer and I think my favorite mode is just the classic NES Tetris to be able to play that online against anybody is, is a lot of fun. Actually, I've tried, across, I haven't tried any of the multiplayer yet. That's kind of where, because I beat the single player on beginner or on medium and on hard. And then I've gone through all of the other challenge modes as well. Um, there's one that I can't beat. Have you tried mystery? No. Mystery is amazing. Like, so mystery um so to back it up so there's journey mode where you play through to defeat all the levels you know standard uh i think i'm on the sixth set of levels in journey got it okay so go to effects mode. that's where the that's where the in my opinion i'm playing on like the standard not easy but the normal difficulty but i feel like the speed level like jumped up really fast yeah it'll do that periodically like and i've read that that's a, a critique from some people they say that oh it's just kind of the speed will jump up all of a sudden it'll be up for like two minutes and then it'll drop and people don't i mean it starts out so whatever the set of levels i'm on now it starts out that way where it's like super quick like it's not like oh yeah yeah nice and cool but i got all the way to the last level of that series and then died and i've never continued i always just quit when i fail okay yeah yeah it gets more challenging and stuff and if you want to break from the campaign mode which is journey go into effects mode have you tried any of those at all Mm-mm. so that's like where you'll have all different kinds of different stuff happen uh, you can have like uh, the way it's set up is you'll play based on your mood so if you just want to have like a peaceful experience you, know, you can go select i think it's called peaceful or something and it, it'll be super easy or uh, but if you want to play a really interesting one which i think is the best of the bunch it's called mystery and that's basically where you're playing a standard game of Tetris, and then at random intervals, different crazy things will happen. And there's a lot of surprises in there. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but just suffice to say, it's worth it. It's sort of the Mario Kart random items being thrown of Tetris, where you don't know what's going to happen next. Did Did you mention that you figured out a way to make the screen bigger, or to make the Tetris oh, play yeah. area bigger? I did that by, by accident. Yeah, I just accidentally... Uh, touch the, the the left stick and that's what makes your screen bigger so if you feel like it's too far away you can zoom in with the left stick unfortunately you can also, it's also like, gonna... change the angle too you can change the angle too yeah if you want to have some weird sort of effects on it well, look, look for the side or something yeah I, I haven't i haven't got a chance to mess around with it but i saw that both you well you, you found it and josh john wedgworth also like texted us back, yeah, back on about, the same day yeah about finding it so 
I'll have to try it. I'll have to try it again. I haven't I haven't really I haven't really played it since just because I've been trying to work through that other game we haven't talked about yet. But I really but, like it. Um, yeah, I, I haven't even great. tried the multiplayer. Uh, I the very I will I will say so that first song and the first level on Journey, the Journey mode, it was kind of corny. It was like mm-hmm. a pop song with some like little rap part, and it was really giving me some like Xenoblade vibes, some Xenoblade uh, Chronicles X vibes for a second. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh no, this isn't my cup of tea at all. But luckily, that's not. That's just one of the songs, and like the genres like are highly varied, and they go from mm-hmm. everywhere from like. F- traditional folk stuff to like dubstep and trap would, and it's all over the place i, I would think that yeah. if it was like something that reminded you of xenoblade x you'd be like oh wait hold on they might have it but no you're like they they weren't even close to the genius that well, was no, the, the xenoblade chronicles x soundtrack the thing was i liked it but i'm just like i don't know if i can do a whole game of this like this be a little too much that soundtrack me. was genius it damn it there. it was genius xenoblade chronicles x soundtrack was genius is what i'm saying <laughs> I, I I mean, from all the soundtracks that I heard on Tetris Effect, it had nothing, nothing compared to Xenoblade Chronicles X. Nobody can even touch that soundtrack. Soundtrack's amazing. But uh, I did get, I will say, like, I tried using the Bluetooth headphones, and it, it works great, but I find, like, if I do that, then I kind of want to have my controller plugged into the Switch with the cord. And I, and that kept it from lagging because I really did notice a lot. The lag more, like, is there, right? Drops did, did you did lag. you ever did you ever try it with Tetris ninety nine? No, because because I, I I remember you said you were going to try it out. Well, because that was the worst. I forgot to. Out of all the ones that I because I don't do I don't just I don't do it at all anymore. I don't I don't use any of the Bluetooth stuff with the Switch because I just had a bad experience with Tetris ninety nine and Super Metroid that I'm just like I just don't. I went back to my. I really, I mean, went when back the to my Bluetooth adapter. In. When the controller was plugged into the switch, because I sit right next to it, you know, here at my station, and uh, it was fine. Like I didn't notice quite as much. I mean, it still felt like there was phantom drops more than I care to deal with. Like, and because I'm not getting the attacks like you do in Tetris 99, I'm still like piling up kind of high, and it's my fault. And I feel like that's more. And a lot of time, a lot of times, I feel like that's more based on those errant drops and stuff because. I like to think I've gotten pretty good at Tetris from playing so much 99. Sometimes I just feel like it's unfair what happens. Like I didn't, I, don't, I didn't do it that way. So there's a certain element of that with this game, but I still like it. I mean, the the visuals, the the sound, that's all cool. But at the end of the day, like it's just another Tetris game, and that's okay. And I want to play multiplayer stuff. That's the main reason I bought it. I just haven't mm. done it yet. Yeah, it's really fun. You know, we we should get on it and since we all have it um it's fun to do the the multiplayer mode because you can it's a co it's co-op competitive so you're competing with, with each other while fighting a boss and it's a really good balance of elements that made the multiplayer experience really enjoyable for me kind of sounds like uh sounds like the four swords adventure gamecube game where you're like playing against the game but also playing against each other right you get rated at the end yeah same thing yeah you get rated on that mm-hmm. one too well, if you guys have said enough about that, why don't we talk about... You're good, right, Jeremy, yes. on that? I am good on that, yeah. Okay, so let's talk about more more about the game that we talked about last week, but some more. Uh, Metroid Dread. I beat the game. Yeah. I think Jeremy did, too. I also did. I beat it yesterday. I'm a little bit beyond just beating Kraid, so I'm further behind, but enjoying the game. Kraid was a pretty cool boss battle. 
I think the first time I started to get pissed at the game was when I was playing against Crate. So I, mm-hmm. so I understand you. I understand you being stuck there because I flipped off the TV many a times. So yep. I know about that. But I never, I've never wanted to break a controller more in my life than what I was saying as my middle name, the Shine Spark Master, because I became the Shine Spark Master. But those fucking Shine Spark puzzles in the game, man, those are the hardest things in the whole game. Fuck the boss. I didn't even the boss has him. nothing on those. Those shine. Those fucking shine spark fuck puzzles. Boss. Those shine spark puzzles are ridiculous. But so I, so I, I beat the game. I, uh, I, I was pretty close. I think since when we talked last week, and uh, I get there was a couple things. I, I last week I forgot to mention that the reason that I said that it felt like March of 2020. The reason that I felt like March of 2020 again is it reminds me the popularity of Metroid Dread reminds me of the popularity of Animal Crossing. It's yep. like. Hey, all of my friends like a thing that I like that I've been talking about for years, and now you're finally mm-hmm. playing it. Because all across the board, it reminded me of March of 2020, where all of a sudden all of your friends on Switch are all playing the same game, and it's all Metroid. Just like in March of 2020, yep. all your friends were playing Animal Crossing. So it's like, and like everybody I follow yeah. on Twitter, they're all playing Metroid. So I was like, so when I, it's always nice to look. It's like, oh, 15 of your friends are online right now, and they're all playing Metroid Dread. I'm like, that's awesome. Finally, you're playing a game that I like that I've been talking about for fucking years that's you know that's great and all that it's just nice to see so many people like metroid but aside from that another thing i forgot to mention last week is the metroid dread has the arkham asylum complex and i don't know if you're familiar with that is but if you ever played batman arkham asylum this game has the same fucking problem as to where you basically have the same boss over and over and over again. But let's this time let's have two, or this time let's have a silver mm-hmm. version, or this time let's have one with an extra guy, or this time let's Remind have the Joker, but like this guy. Beautiful Joe or Okami, like both made by the same like person. It reminded me of that a lot. No, I, I mean, I don't know if you ever played Arkham Asylum, but it screams Arkham Asylum. No. Like Arkham Asylum was basically like, here's Bane. Okay, fight Bane. All right. Fight Bane plus another guy. Okay, fight two Banes. Fight Joker Bane. That's the whole game. It's just basically fighting Bane over and over and over again. And that's kind of what I felt like with this game somewhat, is fighting the Chozo soldiers over and over and over again in different forms. Like Chozo soldier robots, two Chozo soldiers, gold Chozo soldiers, venom Chozo soldier, whatever. You know, like different versions, but it felt a little repetitive in that aspect, but that was the first thing I was stuck on was whatever Chozo Soldier version it was. Okay, yeah, I just got to the first one yep. just before the show. Yeah, and I was like, so far I have not figured out what to do. Uh, I have a video a I saved of it. I have a you video wanna... I saved of me fighting through the first Chozo Soldier, and I watched it because I recorded it on my OBS, and it kind of cracks me up watching it to see my like how I beat it was dumb because like, I I wasn't using my full like move set but I still ended up beating it. So I think you just got to get more familiar with all your abilities because that ends up being like key to everything after that. Cause there was a part that I was stuck on for a while, which was two Chozo soldiers where you put them both. It's like the first time you, you fought two. And I, and I was so pissed when I saw that I was like, fuck this game. I'm done. (laughs) Well, but I didn't, I didn't realize that I had gotten the, the missile lock on and, and I used the missile lock on and it was a breeze. Like you have to, Plus, they give you a bigger play field. Like, like Jeremy was saying, like you have to realize everything that you have. So, when in every everything in Metroid Dread, think about whatever the last power up was that you got. That's part of the story, and use Mm -hmm. that in this in what you're doing. So, 
That's actually a huge part of why I made the last boss super easy, is yep. using the final thing that you got before that, which is uh, the power bomb. Power bomb makes the makes the the last boss way more easier than it should be. I know, and I feel so dumb because I got stuck on him for so long, and yeah. But I so so what I did is so I beat the Chozo thing finally, and I was kind of pissed off about the Chozo thing, like the final Chozo Venom whatever thing, and uh, and then I got to the the boss, you know the whatever end boss mm-hmm. character, and I'm like th- I'm like this sucks, like I'm just getting killed over and over again. This isn't fun. So I decided. I'm like, you know what? I'm 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 just gonna go back and collect all the shit. So I went and got and found all the other stuff. I did the hundred percent stuff, and that was where I got into the shine spark challenges or shine okay. spark skills, as I've been putting them on Twitter as. And yeah, they look hard, but they're they're kind of fun as hell too. Like it 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 reminds me a lot of Super Metroid, where they're basically teaching you these crazy skills that you would never know. Aside from that, and they're teaching you how to like break the game later, like how to do. You know, how to do all these, like, shine spark stalls and how to be able to, like, you know, run fast but then jump off a wall but then keep your speed and then turn into a shine spark later. and Or do, like, a morph ball shine spark, which was – or ball spark, whatever they call it, uh, which was not which was not in any other game before this. Like, it's really – it's cool. And, it, yeah, it, it kind of piss you off. And there were a couple times where I wanted to break my controller just because – I just could not harness the idea of like shine sparking in midair. You know, I just, I could not get that to work, but, but I don't know. I mean, I I feel, I want to tell everybody like, I'm not there. I can't do all that stuff. I got, I finished with 50 something percent. It was less than 60. Oh shit, man. Well, cause I, I, when I was stuck on the boss, I was at 45%, 45%, not even half. And I'm like, and I have everything. I'm like, fuck this. I'm going to go find everything. And it's cool because on the map, Everything that like flashes has an item in it. So you just go to something that's flashing and then you try to figure mm-hmm. out where it is. And that was fun. I was going to say, I recommend anybody who's playing this go and find all the upgrades because that's all like it's almost like what I would do with Zelda, like trying to go and find all the heart pieces and stuff. That's what I felt like. Like, I'm it's like, it's not I, even like it's kind of like grinding. I mean, it is grinding. No, it is. It, it is like a that's why I put it in my notes, like quote unquote grinding because you're basically going and finding power ups and. While I was find, finding the power-ups, I discovered a very unfortunate thing that I cannot collect all of the energy tanks because I do not own the Metroid Amiibo that you have, what? Jeremy. Because you cannot, you cannot, uh, you cannot collect all of the energy tanks unless you scan. You don't have this. I don't have that, and because, it, it, like you know, you see, you coll- I've collected all the energy tanks, and it will, it will tell you that you have a hundred percent, but there's still. You see this little sliver is missing from your energy tanks at the end. That's and, bullshit. And the only way that you can get it is if you scan that particular Samus amiibo. I tried scanning the ones that I have, and they only refill your tank. They don't give you a new tank. That's stupid. But you get a new tank from that one, and you also get an additional ten missiles, I think, from the from the Emmy when you tr- when you scan it. So. That kind of like broke my heart a little bit. I was like, wait, I can't even beat the game all the way, really? I mean, yes, it says 100%, but there's still that energy tank missing and you see it. It's you, you know it's not you know that it's not there. It's not complete. Like you know it, it you know it's like the it's like the Zelda thing where you see all the hearts but there's not one heart at the bottom. Like you can tell that there's an energy tank missing and I'm like, no fucking way. Cuz I saw people like asking about that being like, well, will you not get all the energy tanks if you don't have the amiibo? And the answer is yes. You will not get all the energy tanks if you don't have the amiibo. 
So, you know, maybe you want to crack that amiibo. The last boss kept kicking my ass. I mean, did for days. It took me a couple of days to beat the last boss. Um, but I didn't have whatever it took in me to go back and like level up or, you know, not level up, but get more stuff. You didn't want to at least like find the energy tanks. Like that was what I was trying to do. I mean, that's basically the leveling up is getting, I played, getting more I energy played tanks. the boss enough that I knew it was all about counters. Oh yeah. I mean, it is, it's always about so counters and I, I was just tired. The counters. Of, heal yeah, I was just you. tired of playing him. Yeah. Yeah. They do. So you don't need that. So yeah, I just was like, I got to get to where I can beat the boss. So like, yeah, without revealing too much, beat the boss, beat the game. Then I was like, Holy shit, I'm gonna see if I can beat the boss again. Beat it again immediately. Like tried one more time. Oh nice. Again. Yeah. It's I, just I from memorizing <laughs> all the patterns. It's just like I've got that fucking last boss, Metroid Dread, is built into my brain, at least for like the foreseeable future. Like I played it so many times. It's like I luckily I recorded it. I do have like the OBS of me playing through the first time I beat it. I thought about doing that too, because I, I, I started timing it. Like I started stop watching it, you know. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm spending a long fucking time on this guy. Because there's three, then you look at it and be like, because there's like three different, like, oh, there's yeah, three different like, versions, yeah. you know, or there's three different mm-hmm. parts to it, and you have to, you know, there's no checkpoints in any of these, and uh, and I'm like, I'm spending a really long time on the second one because I was just like, fuck missiles, I'm just gonna shoot them with the plasma thing and just try to get through because I was really good at dodging, but not as good as doing the missiles at the same time and whatever. But I mean, in the end, it was fun. Yeah, once you figured out everything. It was fun to get through, but I, I didn't I didn't go back and fight the boss again because I didn't want to. I was like, I played that boss enough. I'm like, I got through it once. I, I don't need to go back. So like I said, there was the thing involving the power bomb that I was a dummy and didn't realize. And if I had realized that before, Makes I, it so I much easier. Yeah. a day or so yeah. earlier than I did. And so my dumbass finally looked online and was like, what do I do? What's the counter? That's all I needed. I did it. The, I beat it. The, I beat the game the first time I yeah. figured that out. I was like, oh, okay. Especially, and then I, like I said, yeah. I played it again, beat it again, tried it again after that, did not win. Especially, but, especially in the final, in the final part, it really, really helps a lot. Like with, mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't want to give it away, but yeah, I, 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 I think really, it's necessary if you're not. I really wanted just to. to like, on your game i was like i wanted to i wanted to say some spoiler things about it but i'm not gonna i don't want to talk about the story let's but. save it we'll eventually get there where we, where we yeah there is this game there there yeah. is some like there is some stuff where i'm like okay, this game's not even okay. been out for two weeks yet yeah and i know it, how it's far just, am i the only um if I, if I just got you're probably about i think you're sixty percent. i think you're just a baby if you i mean if you're a crate aren't you i, I would say you're like 20 percent. no no i just got to the chozo Oh, yeah, I, I, you're, I you're farther, probably. Yeah, I, I got to the first Chozo Warrior. Oh, but uh, yeah, yeah. So you're, you're I, I feel like the Chozo Warrior was probably like over halfway through, right? I was not very far past that last week when we had the podcast. I oh, was okay. just like a little bit past the first Chozo Warrior. So I think you could theoretically beat it before next week. I mean, don't I so. stress yourself out about it because <laughs> I wouldn't want sure. anyone to like feel the stress i I really kind of felt a stress like i had to like beat it before the podcast like that was self-imposed entirely on me weeks. but i don't wish that on anyone like have fun with it study all the bosses are are pattern based and Every, everything everything is it, pa- everything is pattern based in the game instead it's of letting all about it dodging. piss you off yeah. have fun with it and you'll have it'll just be more rewarding that way it's it, right. yeah it, i thought about crate like so i i i went uh 
probably 30 times, between 20 to 30 times trying to be trade over four days. And um, it was challenging. It was never like two, it was, it was never unfair. Like I, th- I thought it was a really great boss fight. It was always fun. And when I messed up, it was my fault. Um, and I learned from it bit by bit. And, you know, like they say, like when you really want to learn something, you practice it, you sleep on it, you go back the next day and you get better. I felt that like every yeah. one of those four days I get, I got better at it every single day. Mm-hmm. And then finally, when it, when it happened, it was like, I deserve that pat on the back for myself. Oh, I, I was, I was, I was so happy when I beat Kraid the first time I was like, fuck you. Cause I was like, yeah. it kind of felt, cause yeah. I was so angry. Like, I felt like the game was yeah. like, was like, I don't know. was flipping me I'm off or something in its like, own way. I was like, how dare you betray me? You were my favorite Nintendo character. <laughs> what the fuck, Samus? No, I mean, I, I was like, it felt like it was personal because of, you know, we talked about the story about me fighting Kraid and Super Metroid and the, and the and the bird in my basement and all that stuff. It was like, <laughs> it was personal that like, I, that the, the Kraid that I could blow through on Super Metroid all of a sudden was destroying me. I was like so angry about it. I feel like that was the first thing I got stuck on in the game was, was Kraid. So, it turned but, for me when I yeah. when I realized that what I needed to do was um, on the first phase, not try to just beat it and then you know whatever health I had that I had for the second phase. I realized what I needed to do is beat it with one hundred percent health. Yeah, so that's the way the game works. Yeah, yep. No, that that's how that's how Samus Returns works too. Like you have to, yep. the, the, and that's and that's what I did with the with the final boss is I got through the first the first phase of it completely well with with 100 percent in the into the second yep, one right and i wanted to try to get through the second one with as much life as i could so i'd have a little bit more leniency to get hit a couple times on the third phase that's that's right, basically so how i do I just, most of the bosses was, yeah yeah that second shooting phase his wads or whatever he was shooting at you yeah i like the second the phase actually because i could dodge everything it just i would just mm-hmm. not use the missiles so i like it now but i had to play it a lot um, I felt like it just yeah, took a long I would time because I didn't for, use the for me. This game definitely feels like those like like those scenes in the in the movies from back that like the mid two thousands or whatever, where like it'd be like playing like classical music, but all this carnage is happening, and it's like in my head, I'm like in this like nice slow like uh, time button press and here and like move here and do this, and I'm like in my own world, and all these explosions are happening all over the screen, and that's when Metroid Dread is at its best when you're like. When you're in the you're zone, you're locked into that pattern. You're in the zone. You've probably played this bad guy like 20 times at least, but you've gotten to this point where, like, you don't even like, so there are phases. You don't even think about the first phase anymore. You can kind of like space out and just like automatically get through that first phase or that second, you know, which was happening to me with the last boss a lot. I would just like blank out and be like, oh, wait, I'm on the last phase again. Oh, crap. Like I said, I was I was doing the timing, and I got it down to where I could get through the first phase in like ninety seconds, in like a minute and a mm-hmm. half. So like I was two ta- two counters. So, so I was checking it because I was checking my because mm-hmm. I because uh, I would start it and I'd be like, all right, how's it? How long is it going to take me to get to this part? How long is it going to take me to get to this part? And I averaged it around like six minutes before I died. But I, a couple mm-hmm. times I got like pretty close to a minute through the first one, so it's like okay, yeah, yeah, because yeah, if you do the counters really well, you can get through that first part pretty quickly, and yeah, it's it's all it's all counters and stuff, you know, is is, is a lot of the game. But I still love it, and just because the John, second phase does it not so much. I, I like it, well, you, I, yeah, I don't think you can counter anything on the second phase, but I, 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 I but I like I like the second phase because it was really easy to dodge everything. 
I it thought, is. But it is. Yeah. So I could, but the third, yeah, the third was whatever, but you can, I don't know. But uh, hearing John talk about Kraid and all this stuff that I haven't, you know, fought in a while, I decided to restart the game on hard mode. And I've actually made it through the first, the first like a uh, real boss in hard mode. So it's fun, but it's hard. Be careful. <laughs> I automatically died one hit from one from one regular, just one regular creature. So uh, I don't care enough to even go back and get 100%, to be honest. Like, I might eventually. It was so much fun, but I was I was disappointed that getting 100% doesn't mean anything in this game. That is one thing that's kind of a spoiler. But Maybe if you get that extra energy pack. <laughs> yeah, right. No, it doesn't. It, it's all it's all based it's all matters. based on time. But yeah. but all of the prime games had different endings. I, there was a change like when it went from Super Metroid to Fusion to like Zero Mission and all that, it changed to where people wanted to actually spend more time playing a game. So they changed it to where the percentage of the items that you got was what gets, gave you the better ending and not the time not the time that you uh, spend beating the game. So I felt like it was kind of weird that it went back to time, but also it doesn't change the ending. So who cares? Just gives you a different fucking picture. But yeah, it's like, uh, I don't know. I thought that 100% would mean something different because I was still in the Game Boy Advance mindset, but that's not what it is. But it's cool that they did actually officially declare Other M as canon because there is another M picture that you can unlock Mm -hmm. (laughs) as, as one of the main Metroid stories. So there you go. Which has become popular now because I guess because because Metroid's so popular, Twitter has been a buzz about people defending other M. Yeah. And uh, just because you know I had that glimmer in my eye or the glimmer in my 3ds, and I was like, well, you know, maybe maybe because people are liking other M, maybe they'll like Federation Force. And I booted up old Federation Force again, and still uh, tumbleweeds through the uh, <laughs> online play there. No, still nobody's playing that game, but I'm hoping eventually. <laughs> You new Metroid fans, come back to Federation Force. It was fun. Come on. Let's play it. It's a good game. Let's play multiplayer. It's cool. I like it. It's a fun game. It's fun when people are online. Nobody's online anymore, so I can't play it. But I I want to beat it. I never got to beat it because nobody was playing it. But yeah, Metroid Dread is awesome. And uh, when when I beat it, I was like, because I wanted to get through it before I got into Disco Elysium. That was a big thing for me. It's like I'm not starting Disco Elysium until I beat Dread because like, I just don't want to. Because I know if I get into Disco Elysium, I will never beat Dread. Like, I might just, like, skip from one to another because I've done it too many times. And I was like, I got to get through Dread first. So that was my whole thing. But once when I was talking to John Wedgworth and John and, and uh, John Knitter on the on the Messenger, it just reminded me of how much I like Metroid Dread. And I went back to play it on hard, and it's still fucking fun. And it still plays. I just love the controls. I love the controls so much. And it, it just feels like it's become an instinct now, like from playing it so much where it's just like, this is fun. And it was fun to play the boss on hard mode. Like I was like, this is great. Like I'm really enjoying this. I will say, and, I, and I beat the after, first significant boss. So it's cool. I will say after I beat the game, which is just last night, but I beat it. I celebrated. I was happy. And then I was like, now what? Like I started looking at my games. Like I don't really feel like playing Elysium like right now. Like it's kind of late. I immediately booted up Dread again and played the boss again, like I said. And yeah, yeah. I, like throughout the rest of the night when I would like kind of like I would just like do going around the house doing random stuff and then I would just kind of like all of a sudden I'd be I'd be like, What am I doing? And I was playing the boss again. <laughs> like I had like booted up Metroid Dread it's and fun. was playing the boss the, again the boss because I was fun. stuck on it for like two yeah. days. 
but it, but and like, I just yeah, kept thinking like, but it's you fun. got to beat yeah. the boss. You have to beat the boss. Like my brain was in that mode where I was like, no, you already did it. You don't have to do it again, man. Yeah. But I was, but I was felt compelled to keep playing the game because it just, it's so, it does really become like very second nature, like the precision of the controls. And it's just a very satisfying game. Like how it controls. I think like, I would say it made me want to play uh, Samus Returns, which I did play through the first. I killed the first Metroid, you know, like that's right at the beginning. But I did play up to that point and I was not happy with the frame rate. I got to be honest. It's like really choppy compared to playing uh, Dread. So that's a little weird to adjust to. But I guess I, I, I don't know. I, I don't really notice frame rate, I guess, because I because I was playing them both at the same time. I, I mean, noticed I, I noticed. I noticed, I noticed the resolution obviously is way, way different. Like it doesn't look, the resolution doesn't look good, which, which is why I wish that they would release like a, a Metroid handheld collection or something that has like an up version of, uh, of like Samus Returns on there so people can play it and make it look nice and all that. But I did the same thing with Samus Returns. Like I got to the end, I got to the final, final boss of the game. And I decided, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to go back and get a hundred percent on this too. So I've been going through and collecting all the shit on Samus Returns. And what's so cool about Samus Returns is you basically, you know, you get the baby, the baby, you know, and the baby follows you around. And a lot of the final upgrades that you get, you have to have the baby to get because there are these specific stones that the baby will eat to let you get through certain pathways. So it's fun because right, right after you get the baby, there's a teleporter that will take you to any other teleporter in the game. And you can just go right from there. You can just go around and just collect everything, and then come back to this teleporter and find the fight the final boss and have a hundred percent and all that. So that's what uh, that's what I was gonna do. And also another cool thing about Metroid Dread that I found out is once you find all of the teleporters, they are they all connect to each other, and they're oh. not. And then you can teleport to any teleporter in any in a, in any world. I didn't know that. Well, because you didn't get a hundred percent, man. <laughs> Yeah, no. It, yeah, once I mean, you, what's the point of getting a hundred percent if they do that? When, once you find once all they of them, do that, you, you can have go. everything. Well, well, then you have then you can go to different places. You don't have to like only go from like one to another. Now you can go to everything, and it's it makes it much easier to jump around the map and find the extra stuff. I mean, that you're to missing be honest, that. that's yeah. one of the reasons I don't want to go back because the tedium of getting back. I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like at this point, I know but when I you find all the teleporters, boss. you can go wherever you want, though. So then you don't have to backtrack. I, I thought it was fun, okay. actually. I'm not writing this game off. I just I, I have dread fatigue. I I, I was kind of the uh, I was just like I've been waiting so long for a new Metroid game. So I just I just want to stay in the world, you know, because I've been waiting so fucking long for it to come out. And so that's that's what I felt. I've been playing Fusion. That's what I like started playing again so oh geez I'm, I'm, not super far into it but i'm playing it on the original hardware yeah. there you go so that's what i got going for me right now with that and then of course harmony of dissonance and aria of sorrow like i've got other stuff to take the place of dread but i do plan on going back to it like i'm not super proud of the amount of time it took me to, to finish the game but i think you uh, i think you did less than me that. though I, I think i was like 17 hours on mine i think you're like 14 yeah so. but you got 100 percent, and i got 54 percent but they were fun. I, I like, I mean, I had, it, it was the same way, like how you recorded yourself beating the boss. Like that's why I had to record myself doing those shine spark things because I had to, cause it just, it, cause it's mm. the precision is just like, like you can't, you can't fuck up by like one millisecond. Like you gotta be, you gotta be like right, right on there, you know? 
But keep playing the game. Keep playing the game, John. It's it's really good. It's really it's a really good oh, game. Yeah. Aside from all of the uh, there's there's like some there's like a major thing I want to talk about, but I won't. It's not even a it's not even story it thing. It but there's a there's one thing that's just me. there's one thing that just doesn't make sense. Maybe when you beat it, or maybe when Jeremy and I are at MGC, we could do like a Patreon spoiler episode or something like that. We always do a, a Patreon at MGC, so that'll probably be what our next one is. But yeah. But Metroid Dread, it's great. It's a great game. I'm very happy to have it. And it's funny because it said that I beat it in like 17 hours, but I think it says like that I put like 40 hours into it on, on the system. So it's like, yeah, okay. Obviously, the, the, there's some difference here in the in the, what it says that I played it versus like whatever it records. But I, but like we were saying, if you play the same boss over and over and over again, that doesn't record that time. It only records the time where you actually win. So. Mm-hmm. That's why it's less. So it does. It doesn't record your save time. Doesn't record all the times that you failed. So, but I think one more thing as far as like games that we've been playing. I was uh, thinking about putting up another game challenge for myself, just because it was so much fun for me to play through all these Metroid games before Metroid Dread came out. I was going to try to say that I would promise on this show to everyone that I was going to complete Shin Megami Tensei three before Shin Megami Tensei five comes up comes out wow. and just for the fun of it i'm gonna try to complete star wars republic commando as well before uh knights of the old republic comes out and if i can make it through both of those i'm gonna try to beat pokemon sword as well before before uh shining pearl or brilliant diamond or whatever i'm getting shining pearl yeah right yeah shining pearl comes out which is the week after so that's my thing i'm gonna i'm gonna try to beat smt3 and uh, Rep- Republic Commando before November 11th and 12th. So that's like three weeks from now. So I have some time in there. Yeah, it's really soon. If it's like three weeks, I can I can do it. All right. So that's uh, I think that's all the games that we've been playing, right? For the most part. Does anybody want to say anything else? We got a little passionate about Metroid Dread. Oh, um, Metroid Dread, I'm done. But there's one bit of news that just broke before the show. Okay. I don't know if you saw what I posted. I did not. But I saw there, there's a new trailer for the Legend of Zelda Game and & Watch, and the release date has been revealed. It's uh, November 12th. Oh, shit. So it's the same week as those other mm-hmm. things that I... Yep. It's that, yep. Cr- it's that crazy week that has uh, Knights of the Old Republic and Shin Megami Tensei V coming out at the same time. I think there's another thing coming out that same time also. I forget what it is, but there's another game. When's that's, Pokemon that's come out? The, the ni- week after you Pokemon's the 19th, yeah. So it's it's that week after. So it's like already that that week already is crazy for me. And now and this is it's this also the, the Legend of Zelda, and and there is no there's no uh, pre sale for this, right? How do how do we get a hold nope. of this? We just gotta. I think no it's pre-sale. gonna be the same as it ever was. You just gotta you gotta get out there and goes on. Yeah. You gotta get out there and risk yourself. Um, I mean, I just uh, as far as I remember, I just got it through Best Buy by far following Wario sixty four on Twitter. So I thought I you, rec- or that that was the Mario one rather. So. I thought you reserved the Mario one because they like dropped it in your car, like you like went there for the for the I did. You but, went to the parking lot and they just like gave it to you. But it was at the like the midnight, like when it went live or whatever. Like it wasn't it wasn't very far in advance. Like it was the day before. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, get get ready to plan your your uh, wave attacking that getting that game and all that stuff but i would hope to have that in my possession within the next month i would i I would love it's so much cooler than the mario one oh yeah because it's what it got like 
four games in there, three games. Well, it's because mm. what is it's like Zelda one and two and Link's Awakening, right? At least, mm. but yep. isn't there? Then it actually has an alarm. Yeah, but there's like another yeah. thing I thought also, right? There's isn't a game there, and watch. Isn't game. there like a boss mm. rush in there or something like that? Or there's a game and watch. That I don't well. know, but it's got a yeah. game and watch. Yeah. But I'm good. I'm good with just calling it now. I don't think we need to talk about any other new stuff, right? I mean, we talked. I do want to know though. Are you interested in this Mario and One Piece crossover <laughs> statue? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know if it. You probably haven't seen this, but people hate Kotaku so much online. I don't know if you noted this. Notice that you you're not on Twitter, so you don't know. No. But people. Well, because Kotaku put out this incredibly shitty article that was basically telling people to steal Metroid Dread from the internet. I don't know if you saw that, where they're like, here's all the great ways that you can emulate Metroid Dread. What is the purpose of this article? Why would you even write this? Like, really? And there's links to all these things that you can use to steal Switch games? Why? I don't know. But uh, yeah, people said they've been a shit website for the past like seven years or so. So I don't I don't even know what to think of their of their headlines. I feel like they're getting worse and worse and worse as they go, but is this thing even real? I don't even know. It's yeah, Mario Brothers plus one piece. It looks fake and stupid, is what I say from that. <laughs> it doesn't look like a real thing. It looks like something that somebody who works like at Kotaku art, made. Because yeah. mm-hmm. they really wanted you to, to read it. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. I'm not gonna buy it. I don't know, ever since they put out that article that was just Talking about how stupid it is to post things online about stuff. I've kind of wondered about them. But I've also noticed that everybody else hates them as well. So there you go. I feel like they're really trying to put down Metroid Dread. But we well, are. At least we got the editor-in-chief <laughs> or whatever to do a video with us at MGC last time. Yeah, he's not there anymore, though. Chris Kohler. No, he's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's on to better, bigger, better things. But yeah, uh, that's been our episode. That's episode 294. And we're, what, six episodes away? This is 293, because we're yeah. 250 from nine. We're seven episodes away from our 300th episode, and I guess we can let everybody know that, is that we want to, we want our listeners and friends to send us an audio to record yourself talking about our podcast, and send it to us on 300. So 300, we want it to be, listen to what people have to say about us, so send send us a send us a recording like a 2 minutes at the maximum and just tell us what you think of the show or how much you hate us or whatever and we will play wow. it live and react to it live and not listen to it before that so i think it'll be fun the uh, email it to nintendomepodcast@gmail.com and we will play it and i'm going to talk to some of our podcast friends as well and have them see if they'll send us some stuff as well so that's the plan for episode 300 and we also have a we have a new Patreon episode out, which is uh, us talking about all the games that were that we felt were missed on the expansion pack. I thought it was a lot of fun. We talk about some fun, obscure stuff. Plus, I also put out a WART radio episode with uh, as an ease dedication Falcom episode, which came out with you know released the same time as uh, Nerd Noise Radio did. So listen to that episode and listen to the Nerd Noise Radio one as well. And I think it's I think they're both pretty great been enjoying listening to both of them so there you go listen to that amazing metal music from from ease and all that stuff there's some uh, usual koshiro numbers on there which are pretty tight but yeah if you want to you want to find more of our stuff nintendo main podcast at gmail.com or youtube.com slash nintendo main podcast is where you'll find the new kk slider videos once i put them up there 
And you can find Jeremy and I at Nintendo underscore domain or JMAX at JMAX Tech on Twitter and all that stuff. And uh, patreon.com slash Nintendo Main Podcast is where our bonus stuff is. Drop us a dollar. You'll get a whole bunch of extra stuff on there and all that shit. And we've been your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy Mikowski. On under. And thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. See ya! I got a new kind of bubbly water, and it's pineapple. Ooh, you like it, right? Well, you I'm love, into it. You love pineapples. So. I like pineapple stuff. This is the uh, Waterloo brand. Waterloo sparkling oh. water pineapple. This is Napoleon's favorite drink. <laughs> Probably their watermelon was, is good too. If he was alive, and he but saw their it. black cherry can suck a dick. <laughs>